Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi. Welcome to G2 Hardcore. And tonight we have six comics to read. We have a little bit of movie news. And we've got a mm. big thing brewing from Twitter and Instagram that Tej is going to tell us about. But first, let's say hi to Tej. Hey, Tej. Hi, Holly. Hi, everybody. Yes, um, the Instagram Twitter drama is going to make some of you smile. <laughs> it's going to make you just jump up and down. Like, yes! Okay. Yes. But first, like, let's justice. your little movie <laughs> news thing that you said you just had a little bitty thing. It's a little itty-bitty thing. I'm not even taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so Henry Cavill is filming a new movie. Um, and it's like almost done, right? Right. And it's it one of those. Um, I don't want to say B, but you know, it's not. It's not Batman v Superman, right? It's it's just um, sort of fly under the radar type movie. Um, it does have Ben Kingsley in it, so yeah. But yeah. So anyway, he was having a bit of fun on Instagram because. He was bored in Canada. I don't know. Who was? Uh, Henry. Henry was born in Canada? Bored. Oh, bored. B-O-R-E-D. Yes, bored. Anyway, so he posted this picture of... Yeah. So he posted this picture of Cal, his dog. And Cal is looking out of a window. And he says, Cal looking for Hal. And I'm like, Wait, what? Like, Hal Jordan? And then he posts a picture of himself, right? Uh-huh. And he says, the other Cal is also looking for Hal. And then in the corner of the picture, there's like the superimposed picture of a green lantern. Yeah. But you can't really, but you can't really make it out. And then he uses the hashtag green lantern. Right. And then, and then all of a sudden... Army Hammer pops up and he starts saving these um these posts and right. then he posts and then he posts a little winky face, right? Uh-huh. And and I'm like, is Army Hammer gonna be Hell Jordan? Oh my gosh. But he's taller like, than Henry. Well everybody's taller. He's taller. He's he's taller than everybody. Yeah, okay. he's, he's like six. They're He's like everybody on Apple yeah. yeah, especially like Amy Adams. Poor Amy Adams going to be like well, but shorter than Hal Jordan, but Superman and Bats and Wonder Woman shouldn't be. No, traditionally no. Yeah, Hal Jordan's much shorter than the entire Justice League. So, um, I think the only person that's shorter than Hal Jordan is the Flash. So, but that won't be a problem because the flash that they cast uh, is short. Right. Um, but I was just like, 
okay, is like Green Lantern happening? You know, I thought it was only coming out in 2020. Um, was he going to be yeah, like okay. referenced in Justice League? I think there may might be a cameo or something because then Ben Affleck also liked it and Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa and oh. basically the entire Justice League. There so you I'm go. like, it's going to be all right. Justice okay. League if they got Hal in there, or at least a red Hal. And it it would be the real Justice League. And also, if you go back to Zack Snyder's poster, Unite the Seven. There would be a seventh member. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's just the the only movie news that sort of came out. Nothing's been Thanks confirmed. Yeah, I mean, nothing's been confirmed. Nothing has been. Um, you got Henry you know, doing this crap about how looking for yeah, cow looking for how. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Army's like, ha 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 ha. ha. And Ben's like, yo, I like this. And then Gal, I like this too. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> that, that, that's a little more than a rumor. Yeah. So I I, I am cautiously just waiting. You know me. I just well, wait. They're not allowed to, to say be... anything. True. But I'm waiting for Warner Brothers to confirm stuff. So, right. yeah, okay. you know, if Hal Jordan's in Justice League, great. If Hal Jordan's not in Justice League, meh, you know. Uh, right. I know that the Green Lanterns are coming. They're going to get, an, uh, you know, their movie. Jeff Johns is working on that script. So right. that's going to be good, you know. Right. And, yeah, but it's just... Maybe John will fun. show up in that one. Yeah, I hope, I hope that they honestly bring John Stewart in because people know who John Stewart is. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it's, you know, you know me. It's not about a diversity thing. It's about the character. You like the character. Good. Like a lot of people. Exactly. It would be like in the Silver Age, people who liked Alan better than they Exactly. Liked, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I grew up with the animated series. So right. I only know one Green Lantern, and that's right. John Stewart. Right. And there's and there's and there's a lot of people my age who will be going to watch the Justice League movie mm-hmm. who wouldn't who wouldn't really know who Hal Jordan is unless they're super fans, you know, like and read the comics and that sort of thing. Right. But if they if their only background is the T V shows, they're gonna be like, Who does, you know? Oh, it's that it's that guy, you know, but it's not Ryan Reynolds, it's a different guy. It's still Hell Jordan. Who's Hell Jordan? Right? And, like, I remember when I watched the first Green Lantern movie trailer, I was like, huh? Who? What? Who's Hell Jordan? You know? And I was like, wait, wait, there's another Green Lantern other than Jon Stewart? Well, there's Kyle's Green Lanterns, actually, but oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't and, even, and because, what was the guy that started the women in the refrigerators thing? What was his name? Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he those were the two lanterns in the animated series. So I was like, there's another one? <laughs> well, and, and then, then there's Barry and Wally. I mean, you know. Yeah, and then then the, then I found out that there's Guy Gardner as well. But let's not mention the <laughs> red. You know. I don't know. 
Guy Gardner was an interesting character. He should they, never have been the main. Um, okay, he never no. be the yeah. main Green Lantern. But, no, yeah, that guy. But he's. I mean, he's an interesting character. You know, he's kind of like. Okay, so this is what Hal's like, and this is what, you know, John is like, and this is, you know, mm-hmm. and here's Guy over here. They just pick anybody. And he has, yeah, and he has Guy, you know, he's the party animal. So Didn't he date, oh. what's her face, um, Maxwell? I, oh, he dated everybody, okay. He, okay, he was one of those. Yeah, he, yeah he's oh. one of those, so. He could date, he dated like, anybody he could. He dated anybody that was willing to put up with him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I got a date. Oh, cool. He's like, I got a date. Awesome. Awesome sauce. Okay. Yeah. So apparently. But yeah, that's. Yeah, that's. Yeah. It. <laughs> so apparently, on in, people on Instagram who like post Chloe stuff and were getting harassed by fomancers, which is not unusual, but, you know, but. Something miraculous happened. Do you want to tell us about it? <gasps> miracles happened to the week of miracles. Um, life was like, what? I mean, after the new 52, I, I thought that was, you know. But then, yeah, yeah so, for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, we've been through, excuse my friend, shit with the new 52. And then, right. and, uh, and then some more, you know. Um Things that were sacred to Clovis were right. taken from us and made dirty. And so that's why we don't like it, you know. Um, some people are better than me and you. They can tolerate it. I can't. I see Superman and Wonder Woman in any sort of romantic pose, in any of my social media, anything. And I block the person out. I don't even wait to see is this I like don't even talk your butt. Just get out of my face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't it's just I don't have an ounce of patience for that nonsense. Well, it's because we were berated and beat up and sucker punched and everything else. Yeah, I mean we we were we were in a torture device dungeon for five years. Please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it came to a surprise of mine. I actually didn't find it. Somebody else found it and showed it to me. And, you know, um, so Mark Wade is like the god to the romances. Even though he says, okay, the reason is because he wrote Kingdom Come. Well, Alex yes. Cross had a lot to do with some of that. But Mark Wade said that was never supposed to be a template. Exactly. Mark they don't Wade hear has that. been coming out. Yeah, no, Mark Wade has been coming out about Kingdom Come a lot more because I don't know why. Maybe he feels guilty in his old age. About time to I don't set know. the record straight? I think so. I think a lot of people have a misconception about Kingdom Come. And even... To credit DC Comics aren't even putting that in the essential DC Comics graphic novels anymore. Um, there's there's this graphic novel collection that I'm collecting, and it's not in there. You know, uh, you have stuff like Man of Steel by John Byrne. Uh, you have uh, the other Man of Steel, Lex Luthor, Man of Steel. 
um, you, you've got all these other different, you've got Last Sun, all, so it's modern comics, but they don't have Kingdom Come in there. So I was, I was shocked, right? And then I was even more shocked when Mark Wade came out, you know, famously he said, Kingdom Come is the cautionary tale, it's not the norm. If this is the norm, then we should be worried about where comics are heading. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then he came out, uh, I think it was on Wednesday, it was Thursday my time, so it'll be like Wednesday your guys' time. And these fomances were sort of, uh, he had a, a, a Q&A, right? And these fomances were bombarding him on Twitter and on Instagram. So he put it on Instagram, I think. Um, I'm not too sure which which social media platform it was because I got sent the screenshots because I don't follow him. Um, I think I might be blocked from one of them. I don't know. I get blocked from people. Okay. Um, but then he he said, right, the question was, um, oh, he said Superman always has a sort of, always looks at humanity through Lois, right? right? And and she is his inspiration, right? And so I'm reading this thing. I'm like, okay, I need to take like a shot of something. And then he carries on and he says, and then somebody, one of the fomancers, a very famous fomancer asks him, but then Male he or the one. Uh, it, it was a female. Uh, so it says... <clears throat> Didn't he marry Wonder Woman in Kingdom Come and they lived for a thousand years? And he's like, uh, no, he didn't marry Wonder Woman. <laughs> and then all the fomances come at him, right? Every single one. All the people you have blocked. I had to go and unblock people just to go and see stuff, right? And, <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, right? I'm laughing. And I said, okay, okay, right, so I'm reading this thing, I'm reading this thread, right? Right. And so all the fomances are like, no, 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 he married Wonder Woman, and they lived for a thousand years, just like in Twilight. And I'm like, good Lord. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm sure Wade appreciated the Twilight reference. I'm I'm sure it's his proudest moment in his life. But anyway. So then he comes out and he does this like uber long post, right? And he's like, "No, he did not marry Wonder Woman. I repeat, oh, he did not marry he? Wonder Woman. Uh, he he stayed faithful till his dying day to the one woman he truly loves, which is Lois Lane. Um, Wonder Woman is, and I felt really bad for this for the character of Wonder Woman, but." Eh, um, he, said, he was just you know comes with the territory that she was just the womb that produced his children which is what every fomancer has said they said she's right, the yeah. only one who can carry his children Lois would die right so, so, so they on. can't they right. can't boo-hoo-hoo about that no yeah they can't they can't boo-hoo-hoo about that but he called her the womb, uh, who just carried his children because, unfortunately, Lois Lane dies in the stories. 
But Clark has remained faithful to Lois. In the end scene, he is wearing a wedding ring that is still the wedding ring of his true wife, Lois Lane. And he was like spelling, he was like spelling the stuff out like, it's Lois. It's Lois. Party. It's Lois. And I told this to Holly before. I thought she was going to flip, you know, she was going to do like cartwheels or something. Uh, she's doing the cartwheels now. Um, Never been able to do cartwheels. You you did it when you heard this. You, mental cartwheels. Mental cartwheels, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I used to be able to do cartwheels. Now I'm too old. Ugh my back um but yeah and he went on and he explicitly said that clark would only ever marry one woman dot dot lois lane oh yes mark thank you full full stop right and then and then of course they came on twitter and they were bombarding him on twitter because I don't know. He would answer differently. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they badger him and, and change his mind. No, right? And they asked him, "Do you regret um, putting Superman?" Or, or I don't know who it wasn't like a. I don't know if it was a form answer, but somebody just asked him, "Do you regret putting Superman and Wonder Woman together in Kingdom Come?" And he says. They weren't together, people. And then the the person's like, no, like, you know, they did it. And he's like, yeah, just to continue the legacy because she was like the only woman there. And I was just laughing at this because the holy grail for the fomancers. Yeah, the holy grail for the fomancers, right? Kingdom come. Right has just been burned by the holy fire called Lois Lane. <laughs> and it, it's been sort of ripped to sh- shreds now because he's come out and said... Well, and the yeah. whole, you know, he he mentioned the beef bourguignon thing, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just... He, she, he literally said she was just a womb. So Wonder Woman was just a it, womb. Yeah, Wonder Woman was just a womb. So he said Lois Lane is his wife, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that was always a strange thing because, you know, there was always Bruce. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. it's like, what is this, a three-way? What is the deal on this? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so basically, well, when I think I've only read Kingdom Come once. That was enough. Mm-hmm. That was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the whole, you know, he was trying to show the bad heroes how to behave thing. got totally lost on me when they killed Lois. And then, you know, but then he, at the end, he does have, he does, Wade has Superman order beef bourguignon. And I was like, Clark. Yep. Still spiritually is connected to Lois. I don't care what the hell else has happened. Lois mm-hmm. is still exactly. his love. And yes. um so but you know, would Clark do that? No. In my mind he wouldn't. 
because yeah, I, I, you know, oh, we're good. We have to further the species. Clark's not like that. No, he's not. Um, and that's why I don't recommend Kingdom Come as a Superman story that people should read. Um, in all my lists that I've ever made for people that have asked me, I've always said if Kingdom Come ended with Clark being a recluse farmer and teaching right. the the younger people who are very dark and, you know, didn't hesitate to kill, that there is a different way. And if he went about it just being Superman, he didn't need to be furthering his his species, right? Because for me, I believe Clark would have children with somebody that he loves. Right. Because he wants to have children he wants to have a family not further his dominant species right you know right um i believe that what superman he, is what do you do what did he, he's like i did it for krypton you know well, no I, clark wouldn't do that <laughs> no he wouldn't have he would never do, i did I this for krypton <laughs> really no. i i don't know but you know the thing about it is, is that that book, that story, and I guess Alex Ross had a lot of influence with it. But apparently, to, for Wade to come out and said, "No, Lois is always the one," and mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was just what, I, like he didn't okay. pay her, obviously, so she was kind of oh, yeah. like a sex worker surrogate. <laughs> It's like a like, what? Is that what he? Yeah. Yeah, and I can't. You know, Clark has such a big heart. I can't mm-hmm. believe. You know, unless she like was. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> you know, um, I was actually talking to to somebody about this, and I said, unless they come out and say in Kingdom Come, Wonder Woman was artificially inseminated and she right. was a surrogate, right? Then I could believe that, right? To an extent. Right, but yeah, no. Clark is about an emotional connection yeah. with humanity, with Earth, with right. Lois. It's always emotions, right. which my is why the still wears his wedding ring, and my mother's been dead for thirteen years. Right. I mean, this man was is wearing his wedding ring for a thousand years. Right. And um, and the symbol that actually Wonder Woman brings him. At the end of the comic, where they where they kiss, is his clock and glasses, and she's actually reminding him of Lois in a way, because she's reminding him of the humanity that he lost when she died. Right. Right. So I yeah I don't understand how it, it could ever work without an emotional connection, and I don't think he has one with Diana. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I think they're just they're just very good friends. <laughs> no, it's I not. It's not her, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's where you want to go, but it's you know, emotionally, it just really it's like, do these three people? Because it is a tri- it's a triad. You know, it's a trinity. It is. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. these pe- and- people? Nobody gets any emo- emotional satisfaction out of this relationship. Hmm. Yeah, and so I, you know, I I commend Mark Wade because he's going to get a ton of hate. 
Um, he's got his email address on his all his profiles. So poor man. Um, oh, here's the, but uh, you gotta remember, he probably got a wall of hate when Lois fans read that. True. And then I know. Come out. It was weird. He would come out like he would be on these these dais dioceses, and he would say, "Oh, Lois, you know, is the one." Blah blah blah. I'm just going, wait, but wait a minute! You put him with Wonder Woman in Kingdom Come, you know? Exactly. So now he's coming out, and he's really being very definitive about that relationship, which makes me wonder why now. I mean, he's had how many years to, like, come out and say, well, she basically was just, you know, a gestation <laughs> device. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know. And I'm I, so sorry, Wonder Woman. I'm sorry, Wonder <laughs> Woman. But, yeah, okay, but he wasn't the only Mark involved in this, was he? No, yes, and I get so confused because I also think that Mark Wade wrote those books, but... No. Um... So it's a different Mark. It's Mark Miller. Uh, now Mark Miller, Miller, whatever, whatever. I don't care. Right. Um, like he's a bit of Grant. a crazy person. Yeah. But yeah, he's a yeah, crazy he, person. Uh, his script for a Superman so, was like, no, we're not doing that. Okay. Yeah. He's a bit of a crazy, crazy person. Well, he's got, um, he's got his own he, going on. So, yeah, so the the way this this came out with him was it was completely different. Um, somebody had asked him, "Have you ever plotted like a Wonder Woman script?" Right, and he said yes. And he sent this person uh, a plot outline. This is the title of the story, right? I'm not going to get into detail because. I cannot erase what I read, uh, but the title will give you everything you need to know. It's called The Rape of Wonder Woman. Ouch! Right? Yeah. Who uh, raped her? I don't know. I, I didn't read that far in. He's just like, the, the beginning paragraph was enough to put me off. He said, this will be brutal. There will be, it'll be R-rated. And, um... It's going to. It's not going to be like uh, the killing joke. I'm going to show everything, and I'm like, uh, 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 no, I'm just not going further. Um, but it's it's apparently one of the um, demigods or something that does it to her. Uh, um, yeah, it's not one of it's. It doesn't. I'm going like Clark. No, no, it, it's not Clark. No, thank God, not anyway. Oh. Um, no, we're not going there, are we? And so then people started talking to him about, you know, oh, but you wrote her, how can you do this? You know, you wrote her such a strong character in Red Sun. And I'm like, eh? okay, okay, all right. Red Sun, wasn't she? She was total whack in Red Sun. Um, it's like Tiara was birthed. There, I think. Ah. Um. So, so anyway, right? right? Um. He then continues, and of course, the formances come out because ugh, I don't know how these people—they got like radars or something when people are talking about these things. I'm talking about um, Wonder Woman and Superman. Ah. 
Yes. And so they say, and so they're like, maybe they were looking for somebody to say, you know, one of their their stories is still intact. And uh, they said, oh, well, that would never happen because Superman would be there to beat whoever, you know, beat up whoever did that to her. And he's like, what, 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 what are you talking about? They said, well, they're together in Red Sun. And he's like, no, they're not. (laughs) So then um, he goes on to say she's just his F-buddy in the comic. And it's actually, and then he puts up a panel where he says, later, when she's being interviewed by uh, by Lois Lane, you know, when when they grow old and stuff, and they're talking about Superman and stuff. Um, and she says, oh, that never happened, right? Because he was too interested in his vision and some other woman, right? This is in the comic, if you go and read it. But I don't want to go and read it. If you go <laughs> and read it, it's in there. Yeah, and I find Superman, that again somewhere. I know it's somewhere. Yeah, and it. Superman, yeah, and Superman then says um, in his thought bubbles, Later on, nothing ever happened between me and Diana because she was just one of the boys. So, literally, she was just like a doll. I don't know, a glorified sex doll. Oh, she was thing, what she know. was in the New 52. She was yeah. split. Yeah. And the rest of them were calling dips. Basically, yeah. 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 And, yeah, so the Fomances were, you know, crying in the corner, laughing and dancing over the graves of their buried bones. Um, you know, like, die, witch, die. Here's some more soil in that grave. Get buried. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. Um, hey, in, the, uh, in Red Sun, I mean, I've got this, I had, I had, um, what do I want to say? I had scanned that. I had parsed it out of the comic book. It mm-hmm. says that people talk about Superman and Lois Lane. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Years to come, years afterward. But the yep. problem mm-hmm. in Red Sun was Lois was married to Lex. And yes. Hoops, and even he was a commie. <laughs> he was a commie. He um, didn't, you know, he w- didn't want to, um, you know, she was a married he, woman. Yeah, no. Uh, what, but there was that Malas- fall between them. That's always between them. Yeah. What Malas said is that Superman respects the sanctity of the marriage between Lex and Lois. Right. And he never chased, no matter how much he was attracted to her, he would never chase a married woman because she was that, a married woman. Right. And I was like, well, 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 Mark Millar is actually giving Clark Kent like some, like some gentlemanness to him. And, you know, because he's a crazy coot. But Red Sun is, when you take out the fomance, not a bad Superman book. Right. I mean, it, 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 what it does, say is I can handle Red Sun. Like I've read it a few times. Um what it, it does enforce is that no matter where Superman landed, 
there is still good in him. And there is still good. His need to want to do good is still there. And so he still retains that Superman-ness. I sort of disagree with that because I give the, the, the Kents a little bit more credit that they actually nurtured him to be that good guy. Right. Um, but then when you look at other Elseworlds, like Speeding Bullets, for example, he was raised by the Waynes and yeah. Alfred, and, and he turned out to be Superman Lee, you know, once he met Lois in that right. mini I am. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it, I, I don't believe that it's just Superman that is the essence of him. I believe Clark Kent fuels the Superman-ness, because Clark Kent is the, the good person, the, the person who was nurtured by a loving couple and that sort of thing. So in stories like Red Sun and to an extent Speeding Bullets, they take away that the Kents, and I that's where I sort of disagree with it. But this, I don't take away from it being that the essence of Superman can be, you know, transferred sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, but more importantly, the Fomances were, like, dying, um, you know, crying all over the place. Um, and some of them just didn't want to accept it. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, and, then, and then, I said to you, off, and then, the, the Fomances' pain was not over. Um I said to you, I wanted to get your authentic reaction on it. Right. Uh, so one of the fomances, I posted a whole bunch of pictures on Twitter uh, for all the Valentine's Day stuff that was Chloe's themed, right? Right. They had like bed mugs, magnets, uh, cell phone covers, um, also T-shirts, all sorts of things, frames, all sorts of things that were Chloe's all close, right? Right. And so, and and the the email that they sent out for all the Valentine's Day stuff that was on sale had this huge picture of uh, Lois and Clark from Rebirth. Right? Uh-huh. Kissing, kissing, kissing. I opened that email, I almost died. I was like, DC Comics emailed me. What did they send? <gasps> you know? Yeah, um, Clark and Lois are back. Thank you. They are back. And there is a lot of people that are coming out of the woodworks that were probably not allowed to be pro Clovis that are actually now just being like, no, we love them. Um, so anyway, I posted a whole bunch of pictures of Clovis, uh Valentine's Day stuff and things like that. I know these people spy on me because like two hours later after I posted it, they uh, talked to them the guy who's in charge of the DC comic shop thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they ask him, oh, well, what about, you know, the man Wonder Woman? And he says, oh, we discontinued the Kiss statue. Oh, I'm like, what a shame. What? What? And then they said, is there no other merchandise? He said, no, we discontinued all of that. Oh, darn. I wonder why. Gee, I wonder why. And it wasn't like selling, nothing. and, you know, they had to sell it out of Jim Lee's gu- garage until Hot Topic took it over. I'm pretty sure Jim Lee still has his, his yard sale. It's 
know. <laughs> Would you like some? And maybe he gave it to Frank Miller. Ugh, Frank Miller. Ugh, yeah. yeah. Ugh, I saw a, I saw a cover. I, Frank Miller's still drawing, apparently. Good. Girl. I saw a cover he did. I saw a cover he did for the Dark Knight Three, which is still going on. Just end it, God's sake. Um, but he did a cover Superman and out of it. Basically, whatever Dark Knight bullshit you want, just get Superman out of it. Yeah, Superman's still in there because it's the master race, and I'm like, ugh. And so that's like that's like probably the one place you still get full man's nonsense. So, probably. but yeah, this cover, yeah, this cover is like you can see his insanity because it's just Wonder Woman smeared with blood. And like, ugh, ugh, okay. He doesn't like Wonder Woman either. No, no. Like um, and he doesn't like Wonder Woman, but yet they let him throw him over. Yeah, I mean, I keep saying this, and it's you know, it's it's not just me. It's a lot of comic book shop owners, comic book readers, um, reviewers, people who are like in the comic industry who have corroborated with what I've said, and they said, no, yeah, Superman did rape Wonder Woman in The Dark Knight 2. So, yeah. 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 That that not my Superman. Mm-mm. No. In fact, that isn't Superman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Faster than a speeding bullet, but he gets taken out by an arrow. Well, it was a yeah. kryptonite arrow. It was a kryptonite arrow, but he could have heard it coming and, like, flew away. He was just standing there like, oh. But, you know, good. Batman couldn't defeat Superman, so he had Green Arrow help him. Mm-hmm. Which, who is Batman light, basically, with a, with a, with some archery material. With a bow and arrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and Ollie doesn't even have his archery arm. He he launches the arrow with his teeth. And I'm sitting there thinking, what fresh nonsense is this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But um yeah so, Foreman's supporters they 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 like ditching that ship, like it has the plague, like it has Ebola, like it has. Tried to tell him. Yellow fever, typhoid, all that good stuff. So, <laughs> don't go there. You'll be sorry. Yeah, yeah and and yeah, um, it's just it's just been very very funny. <laughs> like karma. It's it karma. Is karma. Karma. Okay, so the comics. Yay! Yay! Nightwing. Boo. <laughs> I'm not even reading it. I mean, I'm not going to yeah, read no. it. I, I mean, I read it, and I'm sitting there going, this is a bunch of soap opera crap right here. Yeah, no, like, F Nightwing, don't go and read it. You will. Yeah, okay, yeah. so Damien's with the Teen Titans now, right? So, yes. I don't know, he comes back to harass Dick for some reason. Because people are talking crap about him online. Yeah. So, Dick's girlfriend, Blue Hair, you know. Yeah, who was a villain. 
who was a, who was a supervillain, but now she's an artiste. Mm-hmm. Um, she. She, uh, oh, she's Holly selling something. Oh, I'm late. You know, like, really late. And I'm sitting there going, what century is this? Right. Uh, excuse me, but uh, prophylactics been around for a few centuries now. Mm-hmm. Was she not taking precautions? I don't know. You know, um, I called BS on this. Because in every single sex scene that Dick Grayson has been involved in, and there's been a few people, um, oh. they have always wow, been... Wow. A, yeah. Yeah, biotic. I mean, the, his name is Dick. Yes. I mean, come on. Sometimes he acts like one. Um, and sometimes he acts like one. And even recently when he had Grayson, the comics, and he did the wild thing with that blonde chick who oh. died. Um, in every single panel that he has ever had intercourse on in, there yeah. has been a wrapper of a condom. Right. And that was a thing that they used to promote with Dick Grayson because right. he was the youth, right? He identified with the teens, right? And they used to and it was a mandate from D C comics to put that in the art to promote safe sex from their side. So I was like, well, did he did he forget what Bruce taught him? You know, like, be wise, optimize, you know? <laughs> it's, it, 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 to me, it's like, and then, you know, on, on the other side, because it's not only the guy that should be responsible. Like, is his, you know, super villain girlfriend, was she locked up in a dungeon or something, like you said, for, you know, five centuries, and she didn't hear about this? Because it's been around since way back when. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking pre-Roman, pre-Greek. Yep. Yeah. And fair enough. Okay, I don't mind them fooling around, but... Now she's pregnant? Well, okay. They never actually said pregnant. Okay. Here's oh, my then they, they, yeah. Okay. They, mm-hmm. She said she was late, really late. Mm-hmm. And that could mean anything at this point. I mean, she's been through quite a bit. Mm-hmm. My second question is, mm, was she fooling around before Dick? Yeah, could be. Um, and you know, and so Damien and him are talking about this, and Damien's like, "What? What?" Mhm. Yeah. And Dick Grayson, you fool. <laughs> yeah. What? Do you, what, what? So yeah, it's the whole soap opera thing. Okay, remember I said last issue, I said you know they're gonna kill her off. Uh, I hope so. So now they're gonna you know, they're upping up the emotional thing, you know, for Dick, especially if people buy into this quote unquote relationship. I don't see how you go from redheads to blue hairs. I just don't. Especially when the redheads were usually well, Barbara for instance. Well, even Starfire were heroes. And and she's an ex super villain. 
seriously. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, I mean, so, yeah. Uh, the 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 comments that I saw online. Grayson's gonna take a tumble with its numbers. Yeah. So they better turn. They better turn some because it's not doing fantastic. Right. Right. And kind of doing mediocre moment. It's it's doing a little bit worse than mediocre. It's it's, it's a below like what the rebirth. It's it's one of the worst rebirth titles. Um. And from what I've seen, people say they're like, we're dropping this nonsense because it's a. You know, some people feel it's manguish. B. Some people say, right. You know, this is not what like the boys signed up for in Grayson, right? And they're like and and all the people that I've seen either say where's Starfire or where's Barbara. Right. So they clearly aren't invested in this. If this this blue head dies in the next issue, no one's gonna give a damn. Right? Right. And it's just to to make Dick Emo, and then nobody wants an Emo Dick Grayson because we had that in Reba. Right. And even the the writer came out and said, I've never received so much negative commentary on a book I've written. Tim Seeley said that? Yeah, Tim Seeley tweeted that. He was like, wow, y'all are really taking this Grayson issue, like, to heart, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I do. See, this is my this is my gripe, and this was my gripe with the new Fifty Two. Anybody who come out and say, okay, you you can't do this, it's against the character, blah blah blah. And they go, well, you're just really passionate about it. You're just really taking this to heart. Well, what the hell am I supposed to do if I'm going to put down my money to buy your book? Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're invested in these characters. Do you not want me to be invested? Actually... Well, if I'm not invested, I'm not buying your book. Exactly. Literal investment means we are funding the book, right? We we are paying for this book to be printed. If I have okay, if I have an emotional connection to your book, and I think you've taken a really bad path. Mhm. Okay. One, you should be glad I have an emotional connection to your book or your character. Two, if I'm saying, okay, I think you're going, you know, down the wrong path here. If you know, he says, well, just you know, it's the whole, you know, wait, just wait and see what happens, you know. Well, fine, mm-hmm. but it's like, well, okay. So the thing about it is, is that in the previous issue, we saw her kidnapped, right? Somebody came up from behind her with black. They wore black boots, and they kind of made, right, made yeah. everybody think it was Dick visiting her, but it wasn't. And so she yep. was drawing. You know, she was doing her paint stuff. And mm-hmm. so in this issue, we see someone had spray painted "Daddy" on the art. Okay, so the question is. Um, who else did she tell she was late and who she was screwing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because, because obviously... She's, this, yeah, because she's staying in Dick Grayson's apartment. Yeah. You know, so... Right. Yeah. And obviously, it's a dig at Dick. It's like, 
they're kidnapping and I don't even know if they have a connection with this person with blue hair mm-hmm. or not. They're yeah. trying to get at Dick, you know. And so, like, it's like, okay, you just up the game. She could be pregnant. It doesn't mean she is pregnant. But whoever's mm-hmm. messing with Dick's head at the moment um, is, you know, like, oh, you're going to be a daddy, huh? Well, you know, we'll see about that. Um, and mm-hmm. then, so him and Damien, he's going to go out and do something, I don't know. And he gets, Damien drove an old Batmobile, and it had a red bat on it. Yeah. When did that happen? This was, you know, this is where I don't, DC needs to, to understand that they erased the pre-52. And because this happened when Dick Grayson was Batman. Oh, but for some, yeah, but for some odd reason, you know, Batman kept all of his history intact, including, you know, he had all his Robins. He he miraculously died, and then came back. And Dick was Batman in a span of five years. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus everybody else, you know, Damien popped out of nowhere. He's what thirteen. He's 13. He popped, he grew a couple of years in the five-year gap. Uh, And, yeah, yeah. It's like the person at DC Comics forgot to take out their calculator and do simple math. I don't know. Right. So, at the end of this book, Damien's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know. Um... And so this guy pops out of nowhere. He's wearing the red Nightwing outfit. He looks like Project Zero. He does. Mm-hmm. From Flashpoint. And he looks older than the hills. Mm, and the long hair. <laughs> uh, so apparently he's calling himself Deathwing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, seriously? Mm-hmm. Okay, why? Why are they bringing back this red Nightwing outfit, period? It's not on Dick, okay. Everybody's Mm -hmm. happy with the blue. We're glad he's back to the blue. That was one of the big things. Why is he wearing red? You know, that's about the blood. I'm like, what the freak? So, well, Dick's technically (laughs) a blue blood because he was raised by Bruce Wayne. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, uh-huh. So now, I mean, now he's and he. Okay, Dick used to like redheads, obviously. Barbara Gordon, Starfire, and some chick in that second annual. Um. Oh, oh yeah. Her name was like Shanae Shin- or. I don't even know what her name was. She was just, you know, the chick in the bed. You know, it was when he. He proposed to, he had proposed to Barbara in the previous issue, and after the annual, boom, he was in bed with some redhead in New York. And I'm like, what? Yeah, what happened? What happened? (laughs) So, um, now he prefers, okay, so he's back to the blue outfit, but he prefers, instead of redheads, he prefers blue hair. Oh, God, save me. And... Um, yeah. And so now there's this guy running around in the red suit. 
calling himself Deathwing. Mm-hmm. And he looks yeah. like he's aged about the same rate as Damien. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he looked like Dick Grayson five years ago, then he's aged exponentially as Damien did. Yeah, you went into the same thing that Damien went into to get to age Whatever does. So this was part one of Nightwing Must Die. Again? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you do realize he was just declared dead in the New 52, and mm-hmm. he became Grayson. So this thing where Nightwing Must Die, seriously? We're all like... Yep. Mm-hmm. It- it's like he really didn't have any ideas, and he switched on maybe I don't know a telenovela or something. One of those. Yeah, it's that's like, what it's, it's like. Oh, oh, Poppy, you're going. I'm late. I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> okay, that would not be a big surprise if it if yeah if they were using protection, both of them. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. Guys use protection basically nowadays for sexually transmitted diseases, correct? And women should use protection so they don't get pregnant, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. Helio. Yeah, it, it's you know the whole abortion thing. No. Ugh. Well, it'll be worse. Well, she was a like super a villain. Oh, so, you know, she's oh well, hell, I'll just have an abortion. It it will then be like a Bollywood telenovela. If you've ever watched those, oh, it's crazy. Oh, I have never seen a, a a Bollywood soap opera. I've seen movies. Okay, now Bollywood soap operas border on on madness. It, it it literally you're like, but that makes no sense, you know. <laughs> but you watch it anyway because you're obsessed with the soapy, um, and yeah, it's it's like that makes no sense. But okay, all right, it's 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 soap opera genre. You don't watch it to become intelligent, and um, I'm sorry, sorry. No, so you watch it for the emotional content. Exactly. You watch it for drama. And um, Nightwing should never be just about drama and dramatic, you know, oh, Dick Grayson's girlfriend with blue hair whose name I do not know is pregnant. (laughs) No, but I mean, honestly, I've been reading this, this book, right? Right. And I don't know what the name is. So how can we draw an emotional attachment, you know? Well, um, Celie throws in, oh, she's late. I'm like, she's also stupid then. And so is Dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I and, think yeah, Nightwing and should have a little bit of smart. Just a little bit, yeah. You know, enough to know, you know, protect the dick and everything, you know. Um, I mean, I know his name is Dick, but it shouldn't be all about the dick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we we need some Richard as well. Yeah. We need, yeah, but, yeah. Richard John here. Yeah, it's, 
it's it's stupid. It's borderline ridiculous, and yeah, it's just it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, I was gonna come on here and not even talk about it, but I was like, okay, Holly's talking about it. I'll, I'll join in. You know, I was just gonna be like, f Nightwing, don't buy it. You know, this is yes. Well, you know, I'm. It's like, don't be, a, and you know, Tim Seeley can really write, okay? And he can. He's written that I was like, wow, that was awesome. And I'm sitting there going, what what road is he going down here? It does feel like he's going down the soap opera genre thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. seriously? But mm-hmm. the thing about it is, it's like, you know, am I even curious who this Deathwing Bozo is? Does this tie into the whole time thing? Does well, yes, it's because blue because hair means nothing to me. So nice, what? He can hang I, up I, yeah. down and kiss her. Big whoop de doo. He can do that with Barbara. Yeah, do that with Balfire. You know, um, but what I'm saying is, okay, Deathwing. I'll explain. For a brief period in time, Nightwing was called Deathwing because, yeah, it was a strange phase. He used to, like, stick his tongue out and stuff, like the kiss, you know, the band Kiss? Yeah. And how they they wore makeup and stuff. Right. Imagine that and Nightwing. (laughs) And, and... I don't know why he was called Deathwing because he didn't kill people, but he was very brutal and very dark, and he broke away from the Titans, and that's when he was like on his own, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was the eighties, like the late eighties, so it was a strange time. Um, and then eventually he became Nightwing. Uh. You know, and then they dealed with that whole going back, let's try and make him Robin because they needed to lighten things up. But then they realized he's old and he can't be Robin. Um, and yeah, yeah. But for a brief period in time, he was called Deathwing. Uh, you can, y'all can Google it. it, it you will laugh. It, it, he, there's literally a picture of him in black leather, like Dracula outfit. And... He's got his tongue sticking out for some odd reason. I don't really know the the history behind Deathwing, and it doesn't intrigue me enough to go and like go. Oh, Deathwing! What a you know what a Easter egg. No. So yeah, the only thing that kind of made me curious is is this the whole time thing? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Things are popping out from previous incarnations, time periods, blah, blah, blah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, going back to Tim Seeley, I don't have a problem with him because he wrote that Nightwing issue with Superman. Right. And I loved it. You know, I own it. I went in through hell and high waters to try and get that comic. Right. And it's it's like... It's not a, It's not that I have anything against Tim Seeley. I just oh. have something against the blue-haired chick. <laughs> yeah, it's like because it, when you read when you read it, it feels like, oh, why are we doing this soap opera crap? Mm-hmm. You know, Nightwing is better than this. Huh? Nightwing is better than this. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I know he's back in Bloodhaven, but, you know, and he's dating a, oh, she's an ex-supervillain. You can't mm-hmm. supervillains. Okay. Yeah, no, one, I mean, once, a, once a baddie, you're always a baddie. Well, okay. I mean, you know, Catwoman supposedly, but she's like Batman. Batman, when he first started, he was like a vigilante, and you weren't sure which side of the law he's going to be, you know? Uh, Batman had a gun yeah. when he first started. Right, so. and Catwoman was the same way. She was a villain, but they had this connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be talking about Batman a little bit later. Yep. It was really good. Except for the Bane parts, which was... Except for... I didn't, I didn't enjoy Bane. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, oh, oh, look. There's similar backgrounds. Oh, whoop-dee. Who cares? I'm Bane. I don't... Mm-hmm. So... I've broken your back. I'm Bane. I'm Bane. You know, I just... I'm Bane. You know, I have that movie. Just, you know, Tom Hardy really <laughs> ruined Bane altogether. Bane and Bane, you know, whatever, dude. Get out of my face. I leave it up to the people to decide. You're not, I'm not a terrorist. I just have this bomb. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm Sean Connery's Bane. son. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. Bane's not Scottish. He's Scottish. <laughs> he's, isn't he Latino? Yes, he is. Yes. I'm sitting there, what is with the, t- the sh- bad Sean Connery accent? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Was bad. Yeah, I didn't, like, so much fighting in Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, he's going to blow this up. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. Mm. Oh, you're bird cat woman. <laughs> Where's Catwoman, damn it? I don't want to... Where's Alfred, you know? I'm mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Bird. <laughs> I'm Sean Connery's <laughs> son. Okay. The next book is... This was the sixth of the six. Death of Hawkman. Okay. Okay. Can I just say that I really like this week because they are advertising the crap out of Superman Reborn mm-hmm. and they have the action mm-hmm. cover uh, yeah Clark ad is Man of Steel versus Clark Kent seriously okay and we'll be talking about the beginning of Superman Unborn tonight Reborn not Unborn oh Reborn did I say Unborn you just said Unborn Sorry. Like, what? Oh, my. It's been that kind of weird week. Okay. Oh. Death of Hawkman. Okay. All right. So there's this whole, you know, Despero comes and him and Hawkman are going at it. And somehow Despero becomes the nth metal, which is the reason that Hawkman cannot die. And the reason mm-hmm. I know that is because the future's end, they talked about that. I mean, he lost, they chopped, yeah, they gave Frankenstein one of his arms because <laughs> they thought he was dead. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And, and Frankenstein became alive. Of the nth metal, yeah. And he explained he couldn't and die because of the nth metal. So there's this big fight, 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 and then there's Adam Strange in there. And so, and there's this other Green Lantern who's like a Thanagarian, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's like a temporary Green Lantern. He's just learning his things. and So him and yep. Adam are trying, because everybody's like zombies, you know, and so they're all been desperate. You know how that goes. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, you know, we see this like... with Dark Side. We see this with about everybody. Right. Yeah, we just we just saw it with the Eclipso dude. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they all turn, yeah. And it's like, really, can we just have a different kind of story for once? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, what was it? Uh, they needed to take care of, they didn't want, he, he couldn't go through this doorway or whatever. And because then everybody would be screwed. Hawkman's still trying to beat the crap out of Despero. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he says, so Despero says, my grudging respect has become annoyance, Hawkman, because uh, Hawkman is like bleeding and everything. He's just beating the shit out of Despero the best he can. And he says, mm-hmm. I'll never stop. You know that. And he says, I do. But without your nth medal, you die and I win. And so, you know, Adam Strange realized he has to do what he has to do. So he decides he's tried everything. He's just going to have to do brute force. And he smashes this crystal thingy. And so Hawkman says, you want my nth medal, Desiree? Then take it, and he makes a sword come out and goes right into Despero's head. Mm-hmm. You in the next life, because you know Hawkman has many lives. Yeah, reincarnation and all that. <laughs> yeah. So um, we don't really see. Well, he turns kind of like skeleton. We don't know why, because he's killing Despero, but if Despero was nth metal, I guess that's why I have no idea. But then Despero I, yeah, I cannot explain this. Uh he like particular logic I think nth. at some point. Yeah, he uses yeah, he uses all his nth metal to try and kill Despero and then he turns into bones. And like Literally, his bones floating in space. So, I don't, I can't explain it. So, there's a statue of Carter and Adam Strange. And Mm -hmm. it says, Adam Strange, Carter Hall, they saved us from ourselves. But then we see um, Adam Strange is someplace. He's not, he's like, where am I? Help. Ah, mm-hmm. My dad. And then on the edge of the universe, we see uh, Carter's um, bones have been transported. Bones. <laughs> and Despero, too. 
Yeah, somehow. Yeah. And he crunches Carter's bones. He says, it was all for naught. Nothing can stop Despero. And then it says, not the end, nowhere near it. Okay. But this is the la- the sixth book of the six. Yep. So, mm-hmm. And obviously it's the end of this series. So we are, don't know where the story don't know where the story is going to continue. Yeah, really. So then we have, you know, Jim Lee trying to say, Oh, when we launched the New Fifty Two, the Wildstorm characters and franchises were a big part of that. Yeah, because you voted for it. Mm-hmm. Some can't what was it? Some conclusions or themes came out of that combination. It's difficult for some of the Wildstorm concepts to really shine in a universe where Superman and Batman exist. Okay, excuse me. We tried to tell you this. We did. Rifter's going to be on the Justice League in what universe? Not the DC universe, dude. He never made Mm -hmm. it. He's on every other freaking team. And he died. Yeah. The Wildstorm characters were created in a very different type of environment. Set in the 90s, a world of government conspiracies. Oh, yeah, like there wasn't government conspiracies in the 30s. Hello? Things living in the shadows. Excuse me? Shadow government? <laughs> they were fighting an Illuminati type of foe. Mm-hmm. you been? And the DC universe, at its core, is very different. No, duh, Sherlock. <laughs> oh, we tried to tell you that. There was no freaking way you could do this, but no, you insisted. You and Bob. <laughs> so, someone says, many of the Wildstorm characters showed up in the New 52, but some seem to struggle fitting in... <laughs> Broad DC Universe. That's because, you know, Majestic never showed up. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think it was interesting and maybe a challenge for creators to incorporate the two and have it be a nice, clean fit. But we started to think about rebooting the Wildstorm Universe, keeping these leanings in mind, and we realized it would be best for these characters to live on their own in a separate universe. That's because... Thank you. They all got canceled! Nobody were buying this book! I think yeah, I mean, the one that, 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 that canceled, was canceled last was Stormwatch, wasn't it? Uh, Stormwatch, Gen 13, Drifter and his uh, friends, I don't know, you know. No, Stormwatch what was going last... on. World Storm book to bite the dust. And I think that was in year two, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was because in Stormwatch, they added DC characters that people liked, like Firestorm and that sort of thing. Yeah, and they couldn't decide what to do with Martian Manhunter ever. Ever, right? He was literally the last Martian living on Mars. (laughs) And I was like, this is so boring. Um... But yeah, it, it, the last one to get cancelled was Stormwatch, I think. Gen 13 only went to like six issues and people didn't even buy that, so. Right. So, it's like, what? So, 
you wanted to do it with someone who got the conceits behind the characters. Conceits? Does he mean concepts? But could I think, give yeah. us a tonality that was consistent across the universe. What the hell does that mean? So it's not going to be dark, I'm so lonely crap across the universe. It, basically what he's saying is is that he, he didn't know how to refresh Wildstorm from that stuck in the 90s thing that it was. And so he needed somebody to refresh it. Well, here's the thing. Wildstorm sets a low bar for the DC universe. It does. Okay. So in order for Wildstorm to prove itself, it has to meet the bar that the DC universe sets. And because mm-hmm. you can't crap on Superman. You can't drag him into the murky waters. So Wildstorm can, you know, be... a be acceptable in the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and that's what they did. They dragged Superman down so they could put these Wildstorm characters in and say, see, what a great universe it is now. It's, you know, we are the world, you know, and <laughs> and I'm like, no, because your Superman's crap. And anytime your Superman's crap, your universe fails. So now mm-hmm. Wildstorm has to meet meet the bar that DCU sets with the whole DCU rebirth because basically with DC rebirth they are taking that bar and going okay it's up here if you can't meet that that's your problem yep so, so what are they going to do they got Warren Ellis to write what the Authority again. Uh, it's called Wild Storm. The Wild Storm. So, and we know Grifter's in it. Yep, and Zealot. I th- you know, Jim Lee created him. You know, he probably gets a penny for every time someone says Grifter. Ah, you just gave him a penny. <laughs> That's why I call him. Oh, I just gave Jim Lee money. That's why I call him Handkerchief Dude. <laughs> he says, I've been pestering Warren Ellis to do something with the characters for years, and I finally broke through. Gosh, what you do? I hope you bribed the hell out of him. I hope he's making a whole bunch of money. He better be making some money. (laughs) He agreed to do this. Was this after you took his hand out of the fire? (laughs) Was this after you had, like, your hitman move away from his family, like, do it now. When people think about the Wildstorm stories, they laugh. Oh, I'm sorry. There are a lot of great runs. Really? Like, really? Be a run? But certainly his run on Authority, Stormwatch, and all the stories he told in the Wildstorm universe were some of the very best stuff we published. Yeah, because that's... My son said Authority was what you read in Wildstorm. The rest of it, no. And there was there was a lot of reasons for that. Because some people didn't like their characters, and some people didn't like the Jim Lee way of uh, canceling and resoliciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people still don't like that. 
Having him on board as the principal creative engine, writing the first launch book called The Wild Space Storm, and curating and overseeing the books that will be slowly added to the line, it's a no-brainer. This is exactly what we need. <laughs> what you need. Yeah, Jim Lee needs to make some is money. Is that the Royal yeah, Lee we're books. using? Uh-huh. He mm. needs to make some money to pay off, you know, stuff. Bills. Okay. Yeah, um, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Next on our list is Justice League. Justice League. Okay, Justice League for me is... Who's the artist on this? This is a really good book. Huh? I was like, who's the artist on this? This is a really... Look, I don't, it, it's not Hitch, for sure. No, yeah. Pat- Fernando... Saren? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so we got kind of like... A work kind of like... They look like monitors, but they're green. And they're big. Mm-hmm. And they're cyborg-like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And why is Tierra's you know, Tierra's gauntlets back? Uh, Wait, what? Oh, I'm yeah, on the, the wrong on the other on the other cover, the variant cover. Mhm. Oh, on the variant cover. Oh. Yeah, this her silver gauntlets back, and I don't know. It was super, well, at least she's not wearing those finger gloves. Whatever. No. Yeah. No, no, she has uh, silver gauntlets in Wonder Woman as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. This is called... They're not gold. (laughs) This is called Timeless Part 2. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So, Batman and Superman were taken out of the mix, and the rest of them were sent off to different places, okay? And this girl named Molly gave them all like wristwatches thingy or time thingy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got that. Yep. So <laughs> so <laughs> Batman goes to what is the name of this place? Uh, whatever. Anyway, he goes to this place that... Isn't it like the sanctuary or Yeah. Something? It's where we saw the dead clerks at the very beginning of Hitch's other run on Justice League um, of America. Yeah, Justice League of America, yeah. So, the they're like the sanctum or something. Yeah. Something like, something that says peace, you know, <laughs> peace is like taken out of the mix. <laughs> right. So, that's the, the movie we only would left. And someone says, Superman is still here for a, another few minutes anyway. And so Bat says, what happens then? And the distortion wave hits. It's changing history, and it's originating at several different points in time. One is now. Your friends are at the others. Past and future. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So 
Um, they say, uh, so someone says, something or someone powerful enough to rewrite your entire history, probably not going to be a pushover. That's why we need mm-hmm. help. And Batch says, mine. And they said, no. Superman's. <laughs> don't you just love? Don't you just love how um, Brian Hitch makes Batman out to be like this little punk because he's like everybody's like you know Batman can do anything and Brian Hitch is like no we need Superman man. Well, okay, if we look at okay, because I always look at some of this stuff in the real world and what's happened. Mm-hmm. Remember we always talked about if you don't have a strong Superman, you don't have a strong universe. Nope. Mm-hmm. You don't have a strong Superman mythology, you don't have a strong universe. You have to start out with that, you know, to, yep. to, you know, to make it, period. You know, to have a chance to make it. Mm-hmm. Basically what they started out with in New 52 was a very, 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 very strong Batman, mm. and the rest of the characters be damned. Yep. Except for the Wildstorm characters, of course, because they had to be in everything. So, but they killed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they all got canceled. Um, so this, to me, says, okay, we know, okay, we get it. We know what we're doing. Superman's going to be the big guy again. Okay. Yep. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he he goes around bragging about it or anything because he's Clark. He's a humble guy. You know, he does. He just leads by example. You know, Bats does, leads with his brains. You know, Clark leads with his heart. You know, so. Mm-hmm. But Bats has something to say about that. He says, he's not the same one you know, Bats. He's not the same one you know that. <laughs> not not the one we fought Raoul with. He's dead. This is a different one from another universe. He's definitely Superman, but he doesn't know you. Okay. In other words, well, no, 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 boo, boo. He's not the same one. Okay. <laughs> and he says, we're aware you'll have to convince him to join us. We need him. They told me. And so... Ooh, they don't. So the crystals are they to them. They got these stones. They got more stones in this universe. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got freaking stones. We've got the uh, Oblivion Stone. We've got the, you know, Aquaman's got his stones. We've Aquaman's, Aquaman's Zodiac Stones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got stones, everybody. It, it, finally, the DC Universe is going to have some stones. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... Uh, they're talking, the stones talk to them, and he says, it says, more than ever, it's not just talk now, it's a conversation, and they say we need Superman, that this only works if we have him. And so it says to Batman, I know you're skeptical, Batman, but they were right about Rao. Without us, without the stones, you might never have defeated Rao. So, okay, they're going mm-hmm. back, the hitches run in Justice League of America. And he says, without you and the Stones, Rao might never have come here. And he says, and she goes, we're a metropolis. The Stones told me that we can make this right, fix whatever's being done. 
and they said, the world we know is being erased, replaced, rewritten. Together, we can stop it, but we need Superman. Please ask him, persuade him. And Batman goes, hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, both want answers. Okay. He says, we should tell them all of it. Tell them everything. Because Bats goes out to get soups, right? And the guy says, mm-hmm. I agree yep. with Jane. We're They're starting to trust us. And the guy says, no, we can't. So, uh, Atlanta's 47,000 years ago. Arthur goes there, and they realize that um, he's in this, like, prison bubble, which reminds me of when yep. I went to Merit or whatever it is where Mixie's from. Um, so he tells them he's from the future, um, that he's the king of the seas in the future. Mm-hmm. Um and he passes some tests, the only royal blood, oh, the Zodiac Stones, he knows what they are, all this kind of stuff. And only the royals know, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, a song meant, oh, so he hears the song of the stones, and the guy says, a song meant only for the hearts of the royal family of Atlantis. You have our ears. Tell us why you're here. Okay. Then we have the Green Lanterns who are in 500 years from now in Washington, D.C. with other Green Lanterns who are wondering, who the hell are you guys? And so they got a giant power battery from hell. Look at that thing. That's huge. And so there's that story. And then they see Molly who says, Hi, Green Lanterns. If you're hearing this, then I guess you made it okay. And someone says, Molly? Okay. Then we have this huge picture of Clark. Lucky. He says, I saw my wife and son disappear into a wall of light. You told me if I came with you, we'd be able to save them. Tell me now. Okay, Clarky Warky. There was a message. The stones started picking it up, coming from five different time periods, apparently originating in your present. The message was the same, except that in each time period, it was directed to a specific member of your league. And Batman says, what did the message say? And the guy says, watch. And it's Molly again. Machines you're looking for will be out of phase a single beat of time out of step with the world around you. And Clark goes, do we know who she is? And the guy says, no, never seen her before. And Molly says, the device I gave you should make you visible, but you need to get inside to the temporal core. But the device into it, put the device into it, and it will do the rest when they detonate. They've been placed at key moments in history, past and future, when huge power came into the world. Ancient dry Atlantis, when magic was at its peak. In Greece, when the time of the Olympians began. When Barry Allen became the Flash and the Speed Force was created, the power plagues of the 26th century, which is what 
the um, Green Lanterns are dealing with. Cyborg. In the 30th century, when the powers of other worlds found a home on Earth, the Timeless want to change things, erase things, reroute historical events. They want people like you in times like these to never have happened. You're alone and the world's only chance. We have to stop them. Their minds reach throughout time so they'll know you're coming. They'll be prepared. And so we're going, that's not good. Okay, so they're kind of like the Borg or I'm not even sure. So we see the Green Lanterns. We see Flash. Um, we see Diana. We see um, Arthur. And these big giant machines with big giant holes in them come. And Arthur says, got an army I could borrow. <laughs> I think they're preparing for Momoa. What do you think? Taj, did I lose you? Oops. Okay, let me minimize this. Let me see if she's still there. Oh, we lost Taj. Oh, great. Okay. So... That says, can we use the stones, go and get the rest of the league, help them? And someone says, no, the wave sweeping through time is rewriting history. It's like the worst storm imaginable. There's no way we could navigate through it. We can't go anywhere near those times until the storm has passed. So there's a big time storm coming. And Clark's main concern is, what is happening? Where are my wife and son? And they go, I honestly don't know. A vast amount of time is being altered, but you and your family aren't from this earth. Your history didn't start here. We don't know how changing its history would even affect you or them. They might be fine, or they might never have existed. So why are we here at this point at the, in time on earth? The guy says, because it looks like this is where the wave front reaches the shore where the storm ends. And Bat says, so what do we know, what do we, so what we do know is that somebody has an agenda to rewrite a large part of the world history for reasons unknown, and somebody else recruited most of the League to try and stop it. Seems about right. Why are you doing this? What's your angle? And they said, we have our reasons. We can't tell you what they are. Sorry. He says, that's not a way to build trust with me. Clark says, how long until that wave front gets here? And the girl says, there, as we can tell, about 30 minutes. And Bat says, that message, the girl mentioned the timeless and information on what that means. Look, we detected that message, and then time was being reorganized around us. We barely had time to get you two. This is us teaming up, looking for answers. We didn't show up with the end of the story figured out. And Clark says, well, it might be a stretch to think that something called the timeless might be connected to an event that involves manipulating time. Thought you were a detective. He looks at Batman. 
Bevis. Presumably, given this is the outer reach of that temporal wave front, it would be reasonable to start looking for answers here. Clark goes, the timeless. Let's start with that. Can we find something that looks like it might be a control center in all this? Something that looks important. And the guy says, okay, yeah, let me see. Scanning. There's a single point giving off more focused temporal energy than anywhere else. I'll move the building to intersect. The building moves, said Batman. Guy goes, upgrades. And Clark says, can we be detected? I don't think so. That's the stone. They moved the planet and aged the sun. They've been pretty good at keeping us safe in here anyway. We're coming up on the coordinates. Clark, right. I'm going to talk to whoever is there about my family. Bad. What are you going to do? And Clark says, be direct. <laughs> go, Clarky, go. And he flies off. Go, Clarky, go. And so he shows up. It, I assume the timeless, and he says, I've come here to talk. If you want a fight, I'll give you one, but I wouldn't recommend it. And they kind of back down. He says, good choice. So, um, there's a big giant ship with a bunch of boogie people on it. And he says, someone says, I am always, I am everywhere. I have been waiting for you. That doesn't sound good. And apparently Hitch has been watching The Matrix. There's a big giant baby there. And he says, it's time for us to save history. To Clark, who is flying in the air. This thing is huge. And the next issue is called Time is Doomed. Dun, dun, dun. So let's see if... Aha! She's back! Oh! You're back! Hello, hello. Like it's I've been back. <laughs> yeah, I've been back since a few pages, but okay. <laughs> I was just listening to you. Um, yeah, I loved um, Clark's thing. I was laughing. I was literally laughing out loud because I was on mute, and I uh, when he said, "Well, maybe something called the timeless is connected to time." I thought <laughs> you were the lady. Time. What do you think? It could be a gas. <laughs> I thought you were the gas. Uh, just a wild guess here, Batman. <laughs> Maybe. Bruce, did you leave your brains at home? What's the deal? Um, uh, and they made Arthur funny. Oh, good. Which I think, are they Arthur, hearing from yeah. Momoa? Mm-hmm. You know? I, I think so, because Jason Momoa is a pretty funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he can do intensity as yeah. well. Oh, so. yeah. Anybody who ever saw Game of Thrones would tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was just like, I love this clock because this is clock. And, you know, he's just all about, uh, I don't care what you guys are doing. I'm going to go save my family uh, <laughs> with my wife, with my son. Like, hello. I thought you said we could save them. Um. But more, you know, uh, under the the um, fun aspect of it, um, and I enjoy this. I enjoy this in the Justice League the way Hitch writes them because it makes them more relatable characters. You know, the the big thing that we always had a problem with with um, Justice League before was yes, there was the big 
doomsday battle, you know, this monster's coming, Earth is going to, you know, end, blah, blah, blah. But they had no personality in those fights, you know. Right. And it was just fight, 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 For what? You know? And here you get Clark's motivations clear off the bat. He's fighting for his family. Um, Bruce's, I don't know, I don't even know why he's there. He, he had to convince Superman to come fight for them. <laughs> that is important, but... <laughs> and, but yeah, it, there's, there's so much, like, time stuff that is happening. And they keep mentioning time is being erased, time is being rewritten, somebody's messing with time. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, and, you know, Clark, you know, Batman says, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to be direct. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, he's not going to, you know, do flower language and, hey, hello, blah, blah, blah. He's going to, like, where in the hell, what's going on? What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. What do you want? Where's my family? What? What's the dealio here? Batman. I'm not going to read Batman. There's a lot of fighting between Bane and Batman. Uh, they so much fighting. The parallels between the two. Apparently, both of them talk to their mommies, their dead mommies. Mm-hmm. Um, which was interesting because you know all we've ever heard about, especially like with Clark and Bruce, is their daddy. Who's your daddy? Yep. Except mm-hmm. Azrello made Martha Wayne Joker, which was funny. Um, which I liked. <laughs> I thought that was a great. Story and flashpoint. Would I want it for every day? No, but it was a great. Story. No, yeah. Um, yeah, but um, I like this whole new trend where you know Batman used to be about his father right. and the Wayne legacy and the promise he made to his father to the extent that sometimes you forgot what Martha's name was and. We're just over now. I, Sorry. Yeah, and and now I don't know if BVS had something to do with this, or, or you know, or, or maybe Jeff Johns because he's very pro, um, the mother character. Right. You know, like if you look at, for example, his Aquaman run, he didn't make it so much about his father, but he made it more about his mother, and so, um. I I like that change, you know. Give give some credit to the mothers out there because, like, right. yeah, you know, there's there's some really good mother role figures in the DC comics, so right. give them some credit. Yeah. Um. So a day four. Yeah, Bane's been chit chatting the whole time. He wants Psycho Pirate. He says, "This is it, Batman. This is how you die." And Batman, who's bleeding out of his mouth and every other orifice, says, "Bane, shut up." And that's when he's mm-hmm. wacko. Then he's on the phone. He says, Bird, Batman has declined my offer. Kill the hostages. Because he had, he had Catwoman. He had the uh, new Batman. He had the uh, Commissioner Gordon. Anybody else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, did, did he have one of the Robins? I don't know. 
He says, join yeah. me at the entrance to Arkham. We will take the pirate ourselves. And then he goes, bird? Bird, respond. Acknowledge. And then someone says, I'm so sorry. And then we see a <laughs> long finger now going across the chest. He goes, Mr. Bird is currently unavailable. May I take a message? And he goes, what? Who is this? <laughs> oh, I'm Batman's, well, let's say friend. <laughs> and as friends, we put together this plan where I would get captured and free everyone who wouldn't leave the city. While he distracted you with, and Ben goes, no, whatever you boys were doing, I assume involved blood and flexing. (laughs) So we see the three captors upside down with, each has a word on their chest, and it says, I am cat which is what, you know, Bane basically did supposedly to the Robins. Mm-hmm. That's why they're in the fortress. And Kat says, anyway, everyone's free, and your men are waiting for you back at your oh-so-safe, safe house. <laughs> it was really nice That's talking it. to you again, Bane. Oh, Catwoman. You go, Catwoman. <laughs> so he's walking towards Arkham Asylum. Because it was really nice mm-hmm. talking to you again, Bane. I just love breaking your back in Santa P. Hope we can do it again sometime. Bye-bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like following Batman into the Arkham, right? Isn't that bad? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they're running to, but... <laughs> But they're getting somewhere. Yeah. Part three is he breaks down the door of Arkham Asylum. Okay. And Tom King is writing this with pencils by David Finch. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the next one's called No One Left Alive. Okay. Obviously, Kat's going to be alive. She's got several lives, though. You've got several lives. Can't kill her. But, again, Tom King is writing Catwoman in her in her place in the mythology. Yep. You know, people say, oh, she betrayed, you know, she betrayed Batman. And then, you know, it's a whole plan they have together. And she got herself captured, right? And so so she could set the others free. And, well, he kept Bane at bay. And Yeah, you know, what I love about this is it just shows Batman finally trusting somebody enough to get the job done and it's sort of it's sort of like what we love about Clark and Lois is that Clark trusts Lois to get her end of the job done. Right. There's no where should I be? What should I do? You know (laughs) it's Tell me where to stay Wonder Woman and we're fighting Kryptonians. Oh God. Yeah, it's it's none of that nonsense. It's just, it's just trust in the other person to do what is necessary to save the people that needs to be saved. Yes. Right. So, okay, uh, I enjoyed it. I, you know, kind of like Bane. You know, I don't like Bane, but I do like Cat. Uh, I will admit, I kind of saved it in the last few pages. 
I will admit, I flipped through half the comic till I got to Catwoman. I was like, okay, they're fighting. Oh, they're doing parallels between Bruce and Bane and how, you know, one could have picked, one picks evil, one picks good. And I'm like, okay, skip, skip, skip. Oh, Catwoman. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's basically how I read Batman because, I mean... Yeah, I'm not in it for David Finch's wonderful, punchy art. So. Yeah. It's all black yeah. and red. It is. You know, I hate David Finch's art because it's so dark. And I'm and I don't mean I don't mean it's in a um metaphorical way. I literally mean it is like dark. It's black. <laughs> there's there's no color, it's just black. That's for the bloody parts. Oh, except for the bloody part. Even the blood is like dark. <laughs> yeah, it's not red. It's, it's like this maroon. <laughs> yeah. So. So. <laughs> all right. So on a lighter note, you want to take us through superpowers? Will I put another light? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Lighter note. There's also light colors in ha, this ha. one. Ha. It's very ha, colorful, ha, too. <laughs> very colorful. Uh, yes, I will. Okay, so when we last left off, uh, Prime L and Brainiac were getting up to mischief with the Legion of Doom. So we're in, uh, oh, and, and, you know, Darkseid has died. So in Lex Luthor's Palace of Kryptonite, and Darkseid says, Lex Luthor, and he says, yes, Lord Darkseid, that is Brainiac still under your control. And he says, absolutely. And then he twists some of the crystals, the kryptonite crystals, and he says, as long as I command these crystals, I control all Brainiac technology, Kryptonian technology. So Darkseid says, good. Soon Prime L will be the apprentice of Apollos. And Brainiac says, prepare yourself, Lara. Prepare to go back to the Phantom Zone. And Brainiac's holding up the Phantom Zone projector, and Prime L is behind him. And Lara says, Brainiac, why? Don't do this. And so Prime L says, you know, he gets kicked off humanity. He says, no, not my mother. Ah, hey. And they start fighting. Uh, Prime L and Brainiac, he says, um, you redirected the projector beam. And so then the projector beam goes and it um zooms on new krypton and new krypton is gone it vanishes um and someone says the entire planet is imprisoned is imprisoned in the ghostly form and all the people on new krypton are like And so then we see Zod and his minions, and he says, Curse you, son of Jor-El. And uh, Ursa says, Ah, not again. I think that's Ursa. Yes. Could be Ursa, could be Fiora. Um, then Primal says, What? New Krypton has been sent to the Phantom Zone. And Lara says, 
They should be quite safe in there. We can just reverse it. Brahmi says, my home, what have you done? And he's screaming at Brainiac. He grabs Brainiac and he throws him into the um, into the kryptonite palace of Lex Luthor. And he says, you pay for that evil brother. And the Brainiac goes crashing through. And the Legion of Doom, Lex Luthor's like, okay, Legion, we are out of here. Time to leave. And so they get into a spaceship and they go zoom, zoom, and they leave. Um, but then Primal says, they will not get away with this. I can't let Brainiac escape. My home is gone. It's all his fault. Come back here, you evil fiends. And so Sinestro says, get us out of here, Luthor. That crazy green Superman is dangerous. And he says, relax. My crystal, my crystal modifications will do the trick. Now hold on tight. We just got upgraded. And so he clicks. And they zoom at light speed. And Prime Elf says, I will find you and your Legion of Doom. But first, I shall burn the remains of this awful lair. Kryptonite fortress no more. With his heat vision. And then he looks at the Justice League and he says, And you, super friends, you will be destroyed. So Lara flies up to she says, Son, please calm down. And he says, Call me Superman. I shall rule the earth and apocalypse. Batman's like, He's filled with rage. Flash is running fast all around. He's like, He's under Brainiac's control. And Aquaman says, Apocalypse? That's Darkseid's realm. I think Prime may be under, under Darkseid's influence as well, says Mira. And she's splashing some water to stop the heat vision from hitting them. And so Batman throws a batarang and Wonder Woman uses her lasso, but Prime L just blows it away. And so then he lassos Wonder Woman and he pulls her and he tosses her and throws her away. And he uses his uh, frost breath and he freezes the wave that Aquaman was creating. And Lara says, Primal, calm down, son. He says, never. I shall become Darkseid's apprentice. And you cannot stop me. And then we see somebody scream, Prime, unhand our mother. And he says, Superman, the favorite son. I never liked you, Kal-El. You shall meet your doom. And he says, that's Brainiac talking. Ow! Because <laughs> he punches him. And so Superman slams into the kryptonite. He says, ha-ha, kryptonite does not affect me, brother. He says, oh, you're right. These kryptonite fragments are painful. Hurting me. Ow! So then the octopus that um, Aquaman came riding in grabs Superman out of the kryptonite and he swishes him away. Um, and then the Justice League does their justice formation, and he says, you can try and hurt me, but remember, I'm with the Justice League. And Prime says, ha, it does not matter to me. And uh, Squeak says, yeah. And he says, brilliant. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Gotham City, there's a boom, obviously from a boom tube, and parademons come attacking... Gotham City, and I was going to say lunch lady, but Darkseid is here. He says, 
Earth is doomed. These are my parademons, and Gotham City now belongs to Dark Side of Apocalypse. And so there's laughter off screen. says, ha ha ha, that's hilarious. And Doctor says, who dares? And Joker says, hello, Mr. Side. He says, that's Lord Dark Side. He says, hello, Mr. Lord Dark Side. I'm the Joker. Welcome to my city. He says, your city? And then the back signal goes up in the sky, and Doc says, hmm. Joker says, don't worry, Doc Side. Batman is not around. You see, the bat is off with his super fools saving the world again. And while Batman is gone, Gotham belongs to me. Doc says, is that so? And Commissioner Gordon comes in. He says, step aside, Joker. No one is taking our city. Jock says, oh, the commissioner and Batman's teenage twerps. And then we get some reinforcements. And he says, we have your back, Gordon. And it's the Golden Pharaoh and Firestorm and Hawkman. And Darkseid unleashes his parademons. And, and Joker's like, this is going to be good. Elsewhere, Superman is fighting Primal. Primal's like, Brainiac got away. My home is trapped in the Phantom Zone. Your friends are defeated. This world belongs to me. Nothing can save you now. And somebody says off panel, nothing. And it's the mysterious Superman from the future. He says, maybe a little help from the future. And Primal says, who? Flashes the unknown Superman. And Bruce is like, nice. Primal says, unknown? What is this treachery? Another Superman will not stop me. And he tries to punch him. He says, you will stop fighting your brother and his friends. Prime, you are meant for greater things. Brainiac technology is controlling your actions. I must take you far away. And Primal is like, how do you know so much about me? And he unwraps his face from his bandages and he says, because I am you. Dun, dun, dun. Primal is like, what? So the unknown Superman says, hello, mother. And she says, Prime? You've become so heroic. And so the unma- unknown Superman takes him and says, come with me, young Primal. The future awaits. There, will, there you will be a great hero. Together, I can show you what it means to be called Superman. And so he takes him away and says, until we meet again, farewell, heroes of the present. Your legend will live on. And so Superman is floating around. And he says, so, I never formally introduced you to, and Lara says, Superwoman. (laughs) And the Wonder Woman says, hello, Superwoman. Welcome to the Justice League. And Lara says, thank you. And Batman gets to come, come in and he says, yes, Robin. I read you, old chum. What? Darkseid? Apocalypse? Invasion? Team, we are not finished. Darkseid is invading. Gotham City needs the Justice League. Let's go. And they all do the heroic fly-out thing. To be continued. Dun, dun, dun.
You gotta love Art and Franco. <laughs> yeah, I love Art and Franco because no matter when I read it, I have to read it with all those voices I just did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's when you know. That's when you know a comic is good when you when you do that. And it, yeah, it's just fun. And I love that Lara gets to be Superwoman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A much better Superwoman than the other one. Let's not even talk about that. Oh, <laughs> come on. We're going to have to talk about it. We're going to have to talk about that stupid preview. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I opened it. I started reading it. And then I got so irritated. I said, let me just send this to Holly. She'll tell me what's happening. <laughs> Okay, would you do me a favor? Would you reopen that and count how many other people get to talk? How many times? I will do that. Because <laughs> what we're talking about is the next uh, preview of Superwoman starring Lana Lang. And uh, all these dead people show up. And... Uh, Lana talks the whole freaking time. She she wants them to talk to her, but she doesn't give them, like, a space of time to talk. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically what I'm going to do from now on in the Superwoman book. Count how many times other people talk. Because she does, she has all the narration boxes, and she does all the talking. And it's like, really? This is... Oh, and... She does. Um, she can't. Co- she's like she wants her pills. Mm. And then I her dad, you know, like, she's so disappointed in me. They said we're disappointed in you because you're not being, you know, you to your full potential. And she's like, you're disappointed because I'm taking pills. Oh, you know. I'm like, what? And then she wants Clark to talk to her, but she never lets him say anything. No, yeah. There's one page of her. Like going, ba 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 Talk to me, 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 talk to me. But she doesn't give him like an ounce of page space to talk. She doesn't take a breath, so he could go. I. Yeah, he literally goes like, uh. Um. Yeah, it's a lot of. Hold on. She has like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. Yeah, she has like this. She talks twenty-seven times. In four pages, right? Lo- Lois talks one, two, two times, three times. No, two times, two times. Yeah. She talks two times. Right. Um. Clark doesn't even talk. <laughs> uh, Can't get a word in edgewise. Yeah, he says it's true, Lana, and then she goes blah 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 blah. This is not good writing. This is no, like storytelling. Yeah. Okay, so of the 27 things that she gets to talk, 
right? Right. Um, other people talk three, four, five times. Six times. Sorry, excuse me. Six times. Woo! My goodness. And that's not the whole book. No, yeah, that's just one, two, three, four, five pages. Phew, wow, she can talk. She can, like... And you you know what I hate about this is she's whining. She is... She Okay, in, the, in this preview, she gets, like, a visit from the ghosts of her past, right? right. So there's the doorman. Don't know who he is. Her parents, uh, Lois Lane, and Clark. Right. And they, they, there's this one big splash page, right, where they say, we're disappointed in you. And, oh, my God. Um this woman it's it, they're like we're so disappointed in her, right and they're all scouring and looking at her so then she's like they're disappointed in me oh no but then that that was in her head right they're disappointed in me but then when she she has the opportunity to talk to these people right she she talks down to them and that's what i hate about lana lang is that she's always right no matter what she's doing and everybody else is the cause of her problems or is the cause of problems and they can't compare themselves to her because they've done so much wrong in their lives yeah they're literally talking to, yeah she's literally talking to the ghost of clark and she's she's pointing at him and being mean <laughs> he's metal yeah, she's like, oh, is, is it high cock, or should I call you ghost cock, or poltergeist? And what little pearl of wisdom do you have to deliver my dead parents and brother haven't yet? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, ugh, I, I, I do actually like Lois Lane's one piece of dialogue in the five pages. Right. Where she says, ugh, this whining has to stop. You're bringing on order numbers as we speak. Yeah, and then Lana points her finger at Lois, and she's like, and she's, you know, grinting her teeth and stuff. It's not nice. And she's like, oh, get your hands off me. Shouldn't you be, you shouldn't even be able to touch me. And this is all your fault. And then she's like, oh, God, my head's killing me. I need, I need my pills. I want one of my pills. She's a mental case. She is, yeah. She was a mental case before pills. Yeah, now she's on pills. Yes. Hmm. Okay. You want to talk about, you want us to talk about Superman 18? Yay! The first book of Superman Reborn. Yep. Um, and it is the number one selling comic um, with DC. Yeah. Yay! It's, it should be. It should be. It, let's just put it this way, people, and Holly will know this. In digital terms, it's outselling Justice League, it's outselling Batman, 
it's outselling injustice, it's outselling bombshells, it's, yeah, it's selling. <laughs> yep, that means it's really selling. Okay, yep. this is part one, there's eight pieces, right, of the Reborn. And uh, eight pieces? No, four pieces. Because oh, that's right. It, it, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's 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 done in March. That's we will get answers on the 29th of action. March. Right. Yeah. There's four covers, and you put the covers all together. Yes. And you make um, this one has post-crisis Superman, Lois. And their son John with crypto uh, at the farm apparently. Then there's a mm-hmm. um, uh, then there's Clark smiling in a super suit. Mm-hmm. The variant yep. cover is yep. by Gary Frank. Um, again, Lois and John are prominent in the front. Clark is ripping open his shirt to take off a Superman at the farm. And then there's this blue, Mm -hmm. thank you, Gary, there's this blue, (laughs) (laughs) blue fire stuff, which becomes prominent Mm -hmm. in the moment. Yep, and Gary Frank does all four variant covers, because he did one long piece that you put together. Uh Um, But I hate this because... They showed us the covers, but then they put, like, white splodges over because apparently you can't judge the book by the cover. And they put question marks over it. And I'm like, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, So. So the first page. You kind of forget about the first page because, you know, but if you look at the art, it's in... It's very telling. Yeah. Yeah. It's in space. There's, like, uh, blue clouds. One looks like mm-hmm. it has veins running through it or lightning running through it. Mm-hmm. Or cracks. Right. Or rivers. Mm-hmm. Or right. Or or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says the... Time answers, okay. Then we get something that looks like a flare. Again, it's almost like an Mm -hmm. eyeball with, you know, if you looked inside the eyeball and see all the veins and stuff, Mm -hmm. like looking from the inside out, and it says space questions. It's all taking place in space. And then it looks like the inside of a vein with, you know, your antibodies and all that kind of stuff. It says, and lymph glands or whatever. And it says matter questions, and there's like dust inside mm-hmm. the vein. And then it yep. kind of all obliterates, and it says energy answers. Okay. Hollow spaces waiting to be filled, because the void always has to be filled. Yep. That's mm-hmm. part of you know, they tell you to clean your closets in order to get new stuff. <laughs> you clean your closets out, the void has to be filled. Mm-hmm. So, we see Mr. Oz looking out. He's got some strange-ass windows. 
<laughs> and it, it kind of looks like he's, the floor looks like water, like, doesn't it? Yes, yes. It looks like um, a reflection-ish type of yeah. picture, yeah. It says, to be watched. Okay, so, well, so what was the last thing? Hollow spaces waiting to be filled to be watched. And we see a red flare on Oz's face that we don't really mm-hmm. see his face. And he says, no. Oh. no. And then we see laughter in a doorway, and he starts heading for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's, the laughter continues, and we see, like, a cell with, Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And it look that it, it that present looks very because it looks like almost mechanical stuff beside Oz. You know. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then there's more like monitors, and it yeah. says ha 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 ha, and that is Atomic Skull, correct? No, this is the guy that captured all those Superman, Polaris. Oh, okay. Remember, he got captured by um, Mr. Oz at the end of that multi-multiplicity. That's right. He multi- was set him to Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Dr. Polaris. He's in there. Not Dr. Polaris. That's a different dude. That's oh. from the that's the Johnny Sorrow guy from oh. the JSA and stuff. Okay. This, this is just Polaris. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm confused. They're all villains. Yeah, it's like, it's like, couldn't they have come up with a different name? Right. And these, are, but these are the people that Ozus has absconded. Yeah. So then we hear, <laughs> see somebody say, "You couldn't keep us all," and we see it's Tim, and he apparently is leaning against his glass of his cell. He goes, "Someone got out." Okay, why is Tim there with villains? Why? No idea. I mean, some people were saying it's because Tim Drake in the future becomes Joker or whatever, but I'm like, nah. Nah. So he goes, you hear me? And Oz goes for the door. And there's a giant, I don't know, kind of monolithic citadel. Mm -hmm. Like an obelisk. Yeah. And it's crumbling. The area it's in is like almost like a boom tube kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but uh, yeah, I was wondering. There's like trees all around it as well, and it's like a right Shrubbery. like a deserty type. Yeah. So is this like connected to those dark trees in Wonder that Woman? we saw in, in Wonder Woman? Right. Yeah. I don't know. But there's rubble, and I thought at first those were gravestones, but I think they're just rubble from wherever. You know, somebody was probably in the obelisk, and they broke out. Right. So, and Oz is standing at, on, it's circular, and there's like a monitor or something in front of him. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's not completely... So this cell is different than the other cells. The other cells look yeah. like... That's like um, 
where all, where all this standing? That yeah. bonnet in front of him is like a hand pad to unlock something, right. unlock it. Right. Yeah. So he looks up and he looks inside the cell and it says, mm-hmm. man will save me. And there's all these super shields. There's, these are like drawings that you would use with something very archaic or like, you know, like a stick or a, you know, it's not. And you see baby Kal-El's ship, you see Superman, you see Doomsday and skeletons and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Some skeletons. Yeah. Or is that the Polaris guy? Uh could could be the Polaris guy, could be that could be atomic skull because he's got like a sun on his chest. Right. So And there's a bunch of there's the Daily Planet it says please, please, please and somebody's falling from the sky, Superman's flying up to catch them and it shows Clark Kent with Perry White and Jimmy Olsen, I believe. Yep, mhm. And I see Kal-El landing on the Kent farm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of glasses on the floor, and it says, Superman, where are you? And then yep. the last thing we see is um, Superman ripping his shirt open, Clark ripping his shirt open, and it's got his uh, spit curl, too, which is really cool. Yep. And Very I'm- good. I mean, yeah, even baby Kal-El has the little but cool with his smile and stuff. So. And he didn't have it in the new Fifty Two. No, he did not. So. Okay. Now we go to Hamilton County, and someone says, "Careful, it's still hot, low." And she's, "I don't know. That's what's more ir- irresistible: pineapple upside down cake or watching my man bake it for me." He says, "For us, dear." And <laughs> so is barking. And Ranger is there, too. I am very happy that Ranger did not get left out of this family adventure because I was very worried. I was like, but where's Ranger? Right. And so uh, apparently they have their own dog pack now. Yes. So John, with the big blue eyes, says, happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. He has presents. Mm-hmm. And Lois says, oh, presents. How exciting. Thank you, John. He says, it's a new leather writing notebook. Read the inscription. Mom's Adventure Journal. This could come in handy around here. Yeah, something to remember your new adventures. I figured you could start with the Eradicator and how we, she says, having you will always be my greatest adventure, John. Aww. Aww. And so he hands his dad a book, and he says, or Clark opens his gift, and he says, For me, kiddo, the farmer's almanac. Your grandpa would have agreed I need all the help I can get. And John says, I know you can see super far already, but this will help you see into the future for farming and stuff. And so Clark picks him up and says, When I think of the future, I only see you, kiddo. So they're lighting the candles on the cake, and Lois says, Now, remember, dear, no freeze breath surprises like last year. He says, Okay, I'll be good, hon. Which is something Clark had said, too. 
Remember mm-hmm. when she left him on the date? Says um, I'll I'll be good. Yes, yes, I'll be. I was just thinking. Uh, yeah, he said I'll be good, Lois. I promise. Yeah. Did that bother you? Because I thought, when did Clark ever say stuff like that? Like I'll behave and I'll be good and I'll do stuff that you want me to do. Never. Never. But yeah, like in this sense, like in this sense, it's it's playfulness, right? It's she's like, remember, no freeze breath, and he's like, I promise, I'll be good. Well, and it still kind of bothers me because the mystery clerk had said it, and and now he's saying it. And I'm like, whoa, when did this become mm-hmm. something that he said? You know, it's mm-hmm. so he says, come here, son. You're part of the of the team too. All together now. Happy anniversary! And they blow out the candles and a new sweater. Clark, we agreed. No gifts. He goes, you agreed. It's lovely. You spoil me, Mr. Smith. We've been blessed these past months to have found everything we need right here in Hamilton. And the doorbell goes off. Ding dong. And Lois says, Yeah, this is this is when you know it was just too good to be true. Yeah. Lessons with guests stopping by and everything by the sounds of it. And John goes, I'll get it. And so Crypter goes with him. And he opens the door mm-hmm. and says, hello. And there's a book on the stoop with a bow around it. And then Crypto growls. Mm. And we see a figure walking away. And John says, hey, mister, did you leave this? And the guy turned, and it's Mystery Clark. Here? Yep. And he goes, somebody says, who is it, John? And Crypto goes up to him, still growling, and Clark says, Mystery Clark says, it's me, boy. Um, good, always be ready for, because, I mean, Crypto's going nuts. Rawr, 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 rawr. He says, good, always yeah, he's, be ready for. Yeah, crypto's, crypto's got, like, his heat vision ready to go. Right. And. Lois says, Clark, what's wrong? He goes, the other one, he's here. She's here, but how did he find us? That will be my first question. So he takes off. This is really, I always like this kind of art, where Clark gets off the couch, takes his glasses off, then he's in uniform, you know? I love, I love, for me, one of the greatest pieces of art is, you know that one where it it channels uh, Superman throughout the ages? in one uh, splash, but he's clock, and then he changes into Superman. Right. I love it. I love it when he's from clock, and then he does that super speed thing, and he turns into Superman. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's Superman. And so John yells, Crypto, heal, boy. And Crypto's still barking away. And Mystery Clark goes walking off. He says, goodbye, John. And Crypto goes, Mm-hmm. Now he's confused. So Lois says, "You're very right, confused." Son, and he goes, "I'm okay." And then Clark is in the uh, Superman is in the air, right? He says, "Did you see yep. anything? Do anything?" He goes, "Not really." He said something to Crypto, I think, and left this outside the door. The Kent. How does he? Anything? Okay, so Lois is looking at the book, and it says the Kents on it, and she says the Kents. How does he? Mm-hmm. And John goes, anything? 
like a ghost because he's watching his dad up in the air and he says, nothing, not a sound, not a heartbeat, vanished. So now they're all three looking at the book and Clark says, what did he leave? And she goes, these photos. It goes, of who? Okay. She says, you, your family, us, snapshots of our lives before we came to Hamilton. That's n- so we see, okay, we see um, John and Martha. We see John mm-hmm. and Martha with the baby in the red cape. We see um, a man with a, a star on his chest, which is from the mm-hmm. 90s, the Kent, the series, back in post-crisis. Yep. Uh, Clark says, that's the thing. Someone did their research. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Someone did their research on this. Yeah. Um, that's Nathaniel Kent. He joined the Union Army after what he saw during Bleeding Kansas, which was a story in there. Who's mm-hmm. that? Your grandparents, the night of their high school prom. Um, uh, we see Superman lifting the car. Yep. We see, uh, Clark and Lana, uh, why we don't know, and and Superman says, and that's me and Lana, the Daily Planet, Jimmy and Perry. How and so John says, how come I'm not in any of these? We also see a picture of Clark and Lois with Lois pulling on Clark's tie. Like yeah, this actually, this is how far their research actually went for whoever did this panel. Um, this is actually a picture from Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Yeah. Um, and you can see very Terry um, Hatcher and Dean Kane-ish the picture looks like, where she pulls on his tie over her shoulder and she yanks him, you know. And then in Smallville, they did the homage to that with Good Morning Metropolis. Right, and... which was really cool. Yep. So somebody did close research in this. I was very impressed. Yeah. He says, um, he says, how come I'm not in any of these? And then he says, I don't understand. And Lois says, Clark, what is it? What is this? And she says, what the? The kitchen's curtain's on fire. Stay calm. I've got the extinguisher. Do we have a short? Looking through the wall, don't see any problems with the wiring. It's not staying out. Okay, this is blue fire. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he goes, there's no smoke either. It's not burning anything. She says, it's eating away the whole sink area like like it's being erased. Okay, even, you know, so it's starting to envelop the cake as well. He says, mm-hmm. you and John get out of here. I need to contain it before it spread. And John says, Mom, Dad, I'm scared. And he's standing in the in the living room, and there's flames on him as well. Mhm. Okay. So, um, so Clark grabs him and says, "Everything's fine, kiddo. I'll have it out in a second. He goes, "Why is it not burning me, Dad? How come I feel so?" And Lois looks alarmed, and then John disappears, and Clark goes, "John," and then Lois, he 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 blinked out. You just had him. Where did? And then you see him say, "Dad," from someplace else. The basement, it's everywhere. Get out of the house, Lois, now. 
will be right behind you. What's happening, Dad? He's sitting on the pool table. Ooh, Clark's got a pool table in the basement. In the basement? He's got a man cave. Well, well we had a pool table in our basement, too. <laughs> I never had a basement. We have, well, yeah. Well, the only basement we ever did have, and my grandfather was a pool hustler in his day. And so, mm-hmm. Ooh. Present because he didn't have a basement. And so we got a pool table in our basement. Um, he goes, what's happening, Dad? He says, I don't know, but we'll figure it out all out together. How, now hold still. Don't move. And he goes to grab him and poof. He goes, no. And then you hear him say, Dad. He says, I'm coming, John. Looking very supermanish in that picture. Dad mm. Gleason on these interiors, he, like, brought it. Yeah, and then in the next panel, he's, like, up in the air, bursting through, like, some floorboards. He goes, yep. and John goes, how do I get up here? Like, someone's playing a game. The flames, they're all around me now. And Clark grabs his cape and says, going to wrap you in my cape and get us out fast, John. Chin down, hug yourself, and stay loose. And he goes, yes, sir. And so they're to get, he's got him, and he says, got you. And so they burst through the attic window while Lois watches. She goes, is he all right? Let me see him. And Clark says, I think I think so. He's, and there's flames all over him. He says, Mom, Dad. And he goes, she goes, our baby, no, do something, Clark. And he says, don't let me go, Dad. And he grabs a hold of his dad. And he says, I won't, I won't, son. And he goes, never. And there's blue flame all around him. And Lois says, whatever you're doing, it's not working, Clark. He's still disappearing. Stay with me. Focus on my eyes. Trying to. And the house is engulfed in blue flame. And Clark Mm -hmm. says, stay. Please, Mom, Dad, don't let me. And he poofs. And Clark grabs his cape and goes, no. Gone, everything gone, says Lois. We've lost the only thing that mattered. We've lost our son, Clark. And she picks up the photo album, and there's blue flames in it, and all the photos are gone. And Clark says, we didn't lose him, Lois. We didn't lose John. That Clark Kent took him. (laughs) And we're going to make him give John back. Okay, because the picture, there is only a picture of the Daily Planet left. And Metropolis. And yep. Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. And if you weren't crying, you have no feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Don't me. So, okay. My thing is, Okay, so you decided it's this Clark Kent. That Clark Kent never had those powers ever, did he? I don't think any Clark Kent has had those powers. Well, his electric powers. When he was right. Superman Blue, electric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were those similar powers? Or no? No. No. <laughs> so... All of a sudden, oh, it's a, it's a Clark Kent. No, Clark, you're not thinking clearly there, sweetie pie. 
you know, it's a red herring. Mm-hmm. Okay, if Clark was using his beaner, if Lois, you know, this is very emotional for both of us, so it's going to take one while to figure it out. But blue flame, really? Yeah, it it ties it ties back to that blue handprint. So yeah, yeah. Clark experienced the blue handprint. From yeah, yeah. But he's he's not thinking straight. Right. So. His son is gone, and so oh, is that Clark Kent. I know it was. You know, Clark Kent said goodbye, John, and you know that kind of like people. Oh, he knew he was gonna go. Well, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Could have just been polite. <laughs> well, and I think, and Crypto, even at the end, was like, well, how can you be Clark if that's Clark too? You know? Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, he didn't fight Clark, he didn't fight Crypto, he just said, you know, good boy, you that's what you should be doing. And mm-hmm. so, I again, I don't think Clark Kent's the bad guy. I don't think Doppel Clark is the bad guy. No. I, mm-hmm. I think um, it's a red herring. And um, so... Um, I just want to know already. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so we did get a preview of Action 975, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to read the thing at the back where DC Comics played detectives? And they were like, who is yeah. Clark Kent? Who is Clark Kent? Who is Clark Kent? Since he first Metropolis, um, Superman's toughest enemies, endeavored to uncover his secret identity. Now Superman, Soup's alter ego may turn out to be his deadliest foe yet. In this issue, you saw Clark Kent's doppelganger track down Lois, Clark, and John in their off-the-grid digs and unleash an attack that apparently wiped John and their home from existence. How on earth could this new Clark have... Notice they put new Clark. Hmm. And N-U. Yeah. Have the power to pull off such an audacious, malicious attack. Play supervillain profiles to break down the list of prime suspects behind the Man of Steel's secret identity theft. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So some people, and he wasn't even on the list, said Super Superman Prime, Superboy Prime. Yeah, I eliminated him because I was like, ah, y'all don't know, y'all don't know Superman history. No. For one thing, he didn't have Prime, a role. Yeah, Prime had no affections, no right. feelings towards he he couldn't care less about Lois. And yeah. <laughs> right. And he never went to the Daily Planet. He never you know. Yeah. Yeah. His he's not was his whole shtick was I was Superboy, therefore I deserve to be Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Bizarro, because okay, what happened with that was Superboy was created in the late forties, early fifties, Silver mm-hmm. Age, um, so kids could have something to read too. And yep. then with post crisis, 
Clark was never Superboy when he was young. Mm-hmm. It's like how we all know Clark now, if you ever watch Smallville. He got his powers eventually, you know. Every once in a while they'd mention how he would destroy the table at three, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, uh, but, you know, he didn't get his full powers till after after puberty. So, yep, mm-hmm. um, so Superboy what they called Superboy Prime was never a Superman. But he came yeah. back, you know, through comics, uh, to kill. Because <laughs> he was full of rage. Yeah, he was locked away in that golden age time loop thing where Superboy Prime, Alexander Luther, Cal yeah. L with an L, and Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah. And then he went nuts. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Hold on. I got to get the dog. Okay. Uh, I, you can read I can book. go through them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, their prime candidates are Bizarro, the imperfect clone, runs, what's this? Rushed over bodies uh, for Jason Todd. As one of the Dark Trinity, where he's shown more brains than the past in in inter intercations, could a more perfect clone be posing as Clark? Is M not un Still there? Uh oh. Did we lose her? Let's see. Let's see what Tej is. Hold on. We've lost her. Okay. Um I heard her reading New Fifty Two Superman. Uh Mr Mixapitalik. The uh, omnipotent imp from the fifth dimension has generally look to punk Superman more than harm him. No kidnapping and deleting his son seems awful, awfully out of his usual weight class, but Mixie always confounds expectations. I don't think it's Mixie. Um, John's introduced him in the New 52. He's very much golden age Mixie. Eradicator, who we've already seen, um, the alien super weapon showed the ability to absorb life forces and its drive to protect all things Kryptonian may set this twisted plot in motion in order to steal a super sun. But he was going after Lois. Eradicator never did that. Martian Manhunter. Oh, why are they picking on Martian Manhunter? The psychic Martian powerhouse has broken bad in post in the oh sorry in the past under outside mental influence and his shape shifting powers make it easy for him to be Clark Kent. But the question is why? Well if that was so he could read everybody's minds, correct? 
Magog, a.k.a. the new man of tomorrow, the plasma-powered strongman, heralds the demise of Superman and his generation of heroes in Kingdom Come. Could a rebirth bring back Magog? Mark the beginning of the end for the original Man of Steel. Okay, my... Out of all those guys, and we've already seen Magog, too. It was kind of lame. Um, I'm saying New 52 Superman. Let's see if Tej is back. Minimize. Yes, she's back. Okay, kiddo. Of that list, who do you think Hello. it is? Yeah, yeah. That, that cut off. Whoever cut me off there was, like, the worst thing. It just, I cut off and then I came back. And I was muted. And I'm like, Holly, I'm here. Um, anyway. I did look. Uh, you were. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bizarro. Okay. Because. Right. He'd talk backwards. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's not mixy because. Right. I mean, why? You know. Well, and he was very much Mixie. golden age Mixie in, in uh, Morrison's run, and the only time he was ever really violent like that was in Alan Moore's um, "Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow." Mhm. Yeah, but you know, um, Mixie's picture like does things for fun, right? And right. None of this is fun. No. So, <laughs> um, Eradicator. Gave two hoots about Lois Lane. He called her inferior, right. so he wouldn't be proposing to her. Right. Um. Why are they picking on Martian? Exactly I my no point. That's what I. <laughs> why are they picking on Martian Man Hunter? Out of nowhere, nobody's even said Martian Manhunter, and these people put him in there. <laughs> um. Well, he still exists. I mean, you know, they pretty much ruined him in the New Fifty Two. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they made him evil. Um, but yeah, not Martian Manhunter. Um, Magog, seriously, leave him in the four man's book. He was horrible. Right. Um. So yeah, the only candidate left there from my deductive <laughs> elimination skills <laughs> would be New Fifty Two Superman. Yep. Um. I actually saw another theory on Twitter that I could agree with. Yeah. Uh, it was Flashpoint Superman, Superman Zero. Hello? Because, yeah, that dude. Because oh, well, he did he like was, Lois. But he was never Clark. True, right? But he did only eat sweets in Flashpoint. Um, because, well, he ate other stuff, but General Lane right. used to give him sweets because it used to give him more energy. And right. they didn't... You, you know, he was like a skinny scarecrow, right? Right. So they used to just feed him enough to give him energy. And could be him. Right. I mean, he was obsessed with Lois. I'm still betting on New 52s of Man. Right, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This makes more sense. Yep. Yeah. So we got a preview... Mm-hmm. The preview. I will. Uh, Superman Reborn Part Two, and we get this huge splash page of Superman flying in with Lois Lane in his arms. Um, Superman's thought box. 
Oh, I didn't miss that in New 52, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, how often did we see Lois in his arms, you know? Never. Yeah, he grabbed her by the neck. Um, he, he did grab her by the scuff of her neck, yes. We were so privileged then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I love how Doug Mankey's grinning it with these pencils because he's um, apparently extremely happy working on the Superman title. So uh, anyway, Superman's thought boxes. John, our son has been kidnapped. But we're almost certain we know who took him. Well, Clark, you're almost certain. Um, Clark Kent. Uh, written by Dan Jurgens. Penciled by Doug Mankey. And so they're wishing through Metropolis. Um, and he says, my doppelganger. An identical duplicate that walks, talks, and sounds just like me. A completely human me but clearly isn't me. Yeah, Clark, you don't sound insane. Says he's someone or something inexplicable. John was in my arms when it happened, almost as though he faded away. And you say, John's saying, Dad. Taken by a strange blue flame. Someone made that happen. In our time here, the one guy I've never been able to figure out who's become downright creepy over the last few weeks. Uh, insinuating himself into our lives as if he's trying to steal mine is him. And he says, Kent, show yourself. And he bursts through the door. And Lois is like, John, are you here? You know, she's not like, Clark Kent, what are you up to? And so she's like, John, hello. And Clark says, our two heartbeats are the only ones present, Lois. And she says, you can't mean. And he says, Lois, think positively. Look everywhere. He says, if John isn't here, what then? We have no idea where to look next. And he says, positive, Lois. Look for clues. And we look for anything that might indicate something about who Kent really is and what he'd want with John. And so as they walk through his apartment, it's bare minimum. There's like no sheets on the bed, uh, no, you know, things on the wall, no cabinets, anything. And Clark uses his X-ray vision. He says, empty. Almost like he moved out, if he ever lived here at all. Lois goes to the fridge and she says, if the fridge is empty, we'll know for sure. And this is a Dan Jurgens thing that he used in BVS and he's using here again. Um, and so she opens the fridge and it's full of whipped cream, chocolate sauce, uh, pop and sweets. And she's like, what in the... You're not going to... You're not going to believe the food that's in here. And Clark looks at the closet and he's like, there's no clothes. And he says, if there's food in the fridge, it means we're on the right track. And she says, in the cupboard, nothing but candy and junk food. And we see all these sugary cereals. And he says, like a six-year-old does all the shopping. And then we see the shadowy figure with glasses. It says, not quite, Lois. 
She's like, ah! And that's it. <laughs> so, you know, when she opened up the cupboards and they're just, you know, she's just, it's like a six-year-old went shopping. It reminded me of Superman, Adventures of Superman, Lois and Clark. Because when mm-hmm. she went to Clark's apartment, she says, you mm-hmm. like a six-year-old. Yep. She's like, how do you have a body like because that, when yeah. Lo- yes, when Lois first goes, and this is in the pilot, people. When Lois first goes to his apartment for some assignment that they've been given together by Perry, right. he's uh, come out of the shower and we see Dean Kane in all his glorious 90s glory um, with just a towel around his n- nether regions. And she's like, whoa. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, and then she, while he's getting dressed, she snoops around his apartment because she's Lois Lane. And uh, she's like, how do you... Because he literally has you know, frozen pizza, cereal, um, ch- you know, chocolate sauce, all that sort of ice cream. And she's like, how do you have a body like that with food like this? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Very good, Holly. <laughs> See, we know how it came to my head. I went, this is just like Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. Now, again, he could, okay, Let's think about this. All those are like sugar, sugary stuff. Mm-hmm. It gives you a burst of energy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And no one can live on that stuff. No. See, and, and it still looks like Clark. So <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so it's either, you know, he's complete some kind of weird animal that only sustains on sugar, or he is actually a Superman. You know, he doesn't have to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Clark enjoyed sleeping because, you know, him and Lois could cuddle. Um, but, you know, so that's why he wouldn't, you know, but it's like, and I still think he's you know, New 52 Superman. He just doesn't remember being New 52 Superman. But he has all those instincts. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, well, if you remember correctly, New 52 Superman doesn't sleep either. Right. And, I mean, hate to bring this one up, but, you know, in the Fomance annual, whatever, where he was going to propose but didn't propose. Right. Um, he stays up and he's watching all these news reports of war happening all around the world. Right. And, you know, he stays up throughout the night. So he wouldn't need a bed or bedding, that sort of thing. Right. And he could survive on on whipped cream, chocolate sauce, and candy. Right. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so I still think we're gonna. Well, I I think the next cover was it week after next will tell the tale. Yeah, the week after next, um, not action comic Superman. They blanked it out completely, 
and they just put a question mark. So, yeah, but so all they have is solicit. Oh, right, right. I forgot the solicit. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'm still sticking with New, Super, new 52 Superman guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. on the New 52 Superman bandwagon. <laughs> We're, we're like the only two on that bandwagon. <laughs> and I think if he can still be alive, his Lois can still be alive. I would hope so. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, the only place she lives is inside Lana's head. And her psychologically demented, pill-popping head. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, Lois Lane should have to go through that. No, and and, her and also never be through that after yeah. the five years of New Fifty Two either. Yeah, and also why I think um, what what was I going to say? Why I think that New Fifty Two Lois is going to come back is because the mystery that Lois was solving pre, you know, post crisis Lois, right? Three Fifty Two Lois. It wasn't solved. And you don't leave a Lois Lane mystery unsolved. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, and I'm glad that they're giving it to Dan Jurgens to to finish the story because in this issue, now I know I keep saying this every week, everybody's going to be like, well, you said this last week, you know, but um, they said in this issue, Action 975, it's a supersized issue. Uh, there's going to be a whole different backstory that's going to be in the back. And Dan Jurgens will reveal what is going to happen. So he'll reveal. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very happy that Dan gets to do that because he's been in this since the beginning of the New 52. Right. And I think he's... I think I honestly believe he's the person we have to thank that we got rebirth, we got convergence, we got right. you know, just end because I think and he didn't have to do this. I just want to put this out. He didn't have to go into that meeting and tell maybe Jeff Johns or whoever, I have a contingency plan for when this fails. Don't worry. This is what we're gonna do. And this is how we'll bring him back. And I think he's the person who's been fighting for Superman and for Lois and for that character. He's been the one in our corner. So I'm happy that he gets to do this big reveal. Yeah. Because he deserves all the accolades for keeping us sane for the last five years. Definitely. Yeah, he definitely, you know, he, I think he's a very silent warrior and he doesn't take the glory upon himself. He's like, no, yeah, Jeff Johns did rebirth, even though I had all the planning for it in Future's End and Convergence. You know, he's like, yeah, Jeff King, you go write Convergence, even though I had the story planned out five years ago. It's fine. You go do that. I'll just write my Superman. Well, I don't think, I don't think I, you know, I think John's probably read it too. 
you know. It's, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Do that definitely. You know. Yeah, Jeff. Jo- Jeff John. Hey Dan. Hey Dan. How do we fix the timeline? <laughs> well, he had to fix all the other timelines, so yeah. That yeah, that that's our own personal joke. It's like Dan Jurgens fix this timeline. Dan Jurgens fix that timeline. Timeline fixer. <sighs> uh, I mean, when I heard the one rumor from the DCEU, they were like, we called Dan Jurgens in to write us a timeline. I'm like, what? Cool, man. Yeah, cool, man. Cool, cool. man. Yeah, I just can't do this stuff willy-nilly. <laughs> How many times do we say that during the New 52? You can't do that. If you do that, then that just screws up everything else. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm I'm reading the comics coming out next week, and I'm laughing because they are still pushing that final days of Superman. Okay. And they've got and they've got a title. It's called Path to Glory. And I'm like, what glory? There was no glory. Okay, I am on the dreaded DC website. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, number 18. Yeah. Yay. Um, let's see. Titans, number nine. It's more about Ooh. that instinct thing, woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Side ho. Yeah. Give me my pills. Give me my pills. I need my pills. Return to Glory. Supergirl. Next one. Return to Glory. Yeah, really. We're not looking at that. We're not looking at that. Uh, on the cover, so. Ah. Uh, new Super Dash Man fighting with Lex. Yeah, he can stay in that book. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice League Power Rangers. Ted will be reading that. Woo! I'll be reading that. Justice League of America, which is basically the Batman Suicide Squad Outsiders book. Yep. Yeah. Best way to describe it. Well, let's see. What else have we got, boys and girls? Uh, I gave up breeding Earth to society a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, Batgirl and Birds of Prey. Look at the cover. Wait a minute. I ain't there yet. What's <laughs> on Batman's cover? What is that? Uh, Zombies? Oh, those are hands. Yeah. Zombies. Batgirl, the birds of prey. Oh my goodness! Batgirl and Huntress have Nightwing. You might have mm. to see that one. I will look at that one definitely. <gasps> the advertising action comics. Action comics nine seventy five made the gallery. How about that, boys and girls? Hallelujah! Week of miracles. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> We find out the truth about Kingdom Come and Red Sun and, and put Action Comics in the gallery. 
And Action Comics made it into the DC gallery. I'm I'm literally in tears. I'm crying. I'm so happy. Well, you know, it might do a little better if they advertise the damn thing every once in a while. No, we put man in the gallery, but they don't put action. Which, you know. Yeah, was I noticed that. Boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Detective was first. But action was the true superhero book that was first. Mm-hmm. So there. So we're going to be reading quite a few next week. We'll be doing Action, Wonder Woman, Titans, uh, mm-hmm. Sad Ho. They put the Power Rangers. Uh, we'll look at Dash Man and Justice League of America. Only if. When does the, the smiley face with the blood on it story start? The, the button. <laughs> yeah. The pin, the button. The button. Who's <laughs> like, Um, April, I think. Okay. End of April. The last week of April, and then it goes into May. Okay, so we've got six weeks. More or less. Yeah, in, yeah, in April, what they're doing is they're going, in March, it's going to be Superman Reborn, and then April is going to be Superman Reborn Aftermath. Right. So, yeah. Oh, Action Comics has double pages. 48 pages. Wow. Woohoo! Well, you did say it was super sad. Yeah, I didn't ex- I thought like 32 pages, you know. <laughs> no. We're I, was getting ha- super I, was get- I was getting happy with 32 pages. Yeah, yeah, they're charging you one dollar more for it, but I'll pay. Great. Yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay. And that's this Wednesday. Yeah, this is that's this Wednesday, the the eighth of March. Right. Yeah. Oh, good. I'll be able to pick that up that day. Yay! Yay! Mm Mhm. It's, okay, let me read me let me read the solicitation. Superman Reborn Part Two. Part two. Celebrating uh, celebrating our nine hundred and seventy fifth issue with a supersized special as another layer of the Superman Clark and mystery is exposed. In this backup story written by Paul Dinney with art by Ian Churchill, learn what it means to be the son of Superman. Who is the prize in this deadly game? Dum dum dum. Hmm. Hmm. Well, listen. No, John's not going to put anywhere because he's got his own damn I was, Damien. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, listen, we know John's not going anywhere. He's not, if he's working in the Moolah Kula, he ain't going anywhere. Yeah, I heard that. Super Sons is going to go to a third printing. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, I was like... Second, but it does a third. I was like, wait, hold on. That's, that's the second printing sell, you know, but apparently, hey, he's bringing money. Um, He's got his own action figure coming out in May. Right. Uh, you don't come out with stuff like that. Right. If you're going to kill the well, you so, know, this isn't Mad Max. This is Superman. You're not going to kill John. They're already killing exactly. John's already. 
two, John and Con. Yeah. So yeah, you leave you leave Jonathan Samuel Kent alone, or we'll all come for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll know exactly who to come for. <sighs> but yeah, um, John's not going anywhere. But it still pings and hurts to see that panel where Clark is like, "I'm not letting you go." I know. And John is like, don't let me go. And he disappears. And you're like, ah. <laughs> it's like, never. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, what I love is that everybody's so excited about it. Right. Uh, Pete Tomasi was, like, out. And I was like, well, I told him. Listen, I was crying in this book. I was panicking when I was reading it. Mm-hmm. So all I'm asking for is when this is all over, Clark and Lois better have an anniversary. And he's like, winky face. And I'm like, uh-uh, I don't like these winky faces anymore. <laughs> yeah, can Lois have a birthday? I'll take an anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> It'll be okay. Birthday. Because when was the last time Lois had a birthday? Um, wow. Wow. Can't even remember off the top of my decades. head. Decades. Yeah, decades ago. It now, was... John said he was going to give Lois Lane a birthday. I was like, oh, jeez, finally. She never had one mm-hmm. in Smallville. No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. No, we had Lana's and Chloe's and Jimmy's and yeah. We had we had Pete Ross's birthday. I mean, <laughs> we didn't have Lois Lane's birthday. There was no Lois Lane's birthday. But Clark had plenty of birthdays. Mm, Clark had Clark had birthdays. Mm-hmm. But no, well, then he was the star, so he's got to have birthdays. But not one for Lois. And then they took Lois's birthday away from us for John Romita Jr. to write a comic that he didn't want to write. He says, I don't want to do the dialogue. Mm. And they got all the concepts wrong and thought he was just so smart. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's not mention that again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll i put my feelers out to, to Patrick and Dan and Pete Tomasi, and I'll be like, Lois Lane needs a birthday party. <laughs> she hasn't had one in decades, either on television. She didn't have any on Superman, the new adventures of Superman, Lois and Clark, did she? She did. Did? Yeah, there was, but it wasn't like, oh, happy birthday, you know, that sort of thing. She, it was under the radar sort of birthday party and then criminals and story and bad guys and I think I think Clark gives her a cupcake I'm not too sure I could be imagining this who knows (laughs) (laughs) I went evidence maybe I post crisis I don't remember Lois having a birthday party um I don't unless Clark took her to Paris I don't. I don't know. It it wasn't in main continuity. Does that count? It was in those Superman like shows. 
households don't count. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was in those Superman confidentials and stuff. He took her to Paris that one time. Oh, uh, okay. And that's where I'm getting the Paris thing. Yeah, and it was Tim Tim Sale that did the art, and it's just like shadow figures that they did something on the top of the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. Doesn't count. Gotta be main continuity. Sorry. But no, it's the yeah. That's what I was gonna just say. It's not main continuity. It's right. something else. Yeah. And then like the other birthday party that they had for Lois wasn't even Lois. It was from Superman's Secret Identity. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So and then they had a party for Lois, but it was Lois Chowdhury, not Lois Lane. Right. Mhm. So, yeah, Lois Lane hasn't had a birthday party in a long time. Yeah. Probably. We shall put our feelers out. Yeah. Lois needs a birthday, dude. You don't even have to say mm-hmm. how old she is. No, yeah. Never tell a lady's age. That's Just right. give her so, a birthday no party. No problem. Just have her a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let Clark make her an upside-down cake again. Oh, I think he could come up with something a little more better than that. Okay, so next week we've got Action Comics. Oh, I can't wait. Hopefully, mm-hmm. is Trevor going to be in Wonder Woman? Is who? Trevor. I don't know, because this is the God Watch story, which is the kind of boring story for me. So. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm not into this God Watch story. I'm more into the uh, truth. Yeah, me too. It was the cheetahs starting to take over. I'm like, oh, I really don't want to know about cheetahs. Although I like first and ever, but... Yeah, I, I want to know about Ferdinand, and I want to know about um, Steve, and I want to know about Etta, and I want to know about what is going on with Diana and that snake in her arm. Right. Like, seriously, what is going on? Yeah, at least that's more interesting than, where's my pal? Oh, anything is more interesting than, I. oh, my head is painting, I need my pills. Oh. Yeah, Lana Lang. So, next week looks like good comics coming our way. Minus side hope. My side, huh? But she's always fun to tear apart. It's so easy to tear that apart. It is. It's so easy to. Yeah. Next week, next week we're gonna read side hole like this. Blah 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 blah. For the people that are her, and then we're actually read their part. Yes. So. Everybody have a great week. Enjoy your comics, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, Taj. You're welcome. Thank you for always making me laugh and talking me through all this stuff. And <laughs> it will be a, 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 trying to we'll kill that book with us if we have to. Yeah, and yes, and for always reading Superwoman because I'm like, oi, what happened? <laughs> Yeah. So, we'll see you next week. Night. Night, night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.